You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, welcome back. Episode 78 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, number 78, that's uh, that's Matt, Matt Burke episode. Matt Burke, we were trying to think who it was. We both thought Brian McKinney, and then a Y. He's yeah, not 78 at all. No, but you what? got Matt Burke and Dakota Dozier. Dakota Dozier. Yep. Still on the team, your boy. Yep, so let's roll with that. Uh, you know, we're still getting towards the start of the season. It sounds like it's supposed to open up on time so i think the vikings are down to what like 19 days until they're supposed to open training camp yeah not a lot of news stuff going on but no there's there's a couple things that have like come out in like the last like week or so the delvin cook thing and then we'll jump into something about mike zimmer here um but yeah just kind of state of the union right now nothing yeah usually i mean we're gonna hit afc over unders which is a good little filler you know we'll talk about those yeah we're kind of like with preseason or training camp coming up we're kind of hoping to back on back on schedule you know like afc over unders nfc over unders 53 guess yep, into, but it's training if camp, there's but. no training camp or i mean there's going to be training camp but like if it's not as can't go to it although we didn't why would i think go to one but you don't really yeah. have to go to it but if there's no games and stuff i don't know we'll find out we'll it'll be interesting to see there might not be as many cut down days either if they have less players yeah and, um so. so yeah we'll even talk about that the um you know the roster limits yeah. um, due to COVID-19. But uh, right away, uh, we'll just hit Delvin Cook real quick since I mentioned that. Uh, no no real news on the Delvin Cook Just a lot extension. of people arguing whether we should pay him or not, yep. basically, on Twitter. You know, just so either you, he's, you know, either you think running backs are worth paying or you don't. Yep. I don't know. You have your opinion. You're entitled to it. But uh, Delvin Cook's good, and you should pay him 12 to $14 million. <laughs> uh, so we hit that one. But you, you did mention on a previous episode the cap. And I did see they were talking of like trying to. One of the proposals was to make it n- not move at all; it won't go down or up, and they'll just spread the losses over like the next ten years or something. Yep. But that still kind of causes problems. I don't know how much it is for us, but like, it's going to be for everyone. I mean, yeah. that's probably makes it a little harder to like negotiate a new contract with someone. Yeah, I think the uh, the one ninety eight is like the the cap total like one ninety eight seventy one or something. I and they would be like and a flat for next year. Yep, and they're talking. I think they're gonna they're scheduled for like a call Monday. So the day this comes out, they're yeah. gonna be talking about that. And so we'll see how that affects it. But then you think, oh, somehow Mahomes got a giant contract. They they're just gonna say screw it. But yeah, I guess they have running no, back quarterback. They, uh. Yeah, and so it is what it is. Uh, and then the Patriots, no money. Cam Newton. Uh, yeah, that's that's well. News, they I guess. they also cleared space because they. Agreed to some grievance thing with Antonio Brown and Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. Yep. So they got uh, like eight million of cap space. Yeah, and it and, sounded like it was like gifted. Yeah. Who knows? Um, Something weird with that. Yeah. So so there there's those things and another another contract thing. Well, there's been talk that Mike Zimmer's a little um, irked. I think was the word that the athletic article used that he doesn't have an extension yet. Uh, I think we're both very much on board with extend Zimmer. Yeah, I mean, even, extend even if both. it is one more year. Yeah, like just tack. I wonder if he year. would do that, or if he'd be like, you know what, that's that's kind of a slap in the face. Or like, maybe, I want yeah. a real extension. What have I done wrong? That's true. Because what and, has he really done wrong? I mean, I don't know. He only, caused Teddy Bridgewater to get hurt. Too many <laughs> dropbacks. This should have been a run first team from the start. We should have <laughs> dropped back to pass in practice. I um, mean, what? Three playoff appearances, one title game, two playoff wins. 
Should have been three, but Blair Walsh is an asshole. Yep. Um, uh, in six Six seasons. years, yeah. So I think so it's just his years. first year was kind of the rebuilding year, and then it was, it's been every other year he's made it. Yeah. Yeah. In the rebuilding year, we won more games than I originally thought we would, too. So Yeah. And, you know, we were the 32nd ranked defense, and now we're good every year. Yep. We're just like a contender of year. It's kind of less like the Spielman, Zimmer. I don't know. It just seems like every year we're a contender. We're not like going into a season like, oh, great. It's the Frazier Ponder year. Or, yeah. Like, and, like, and we've said it before. Like, would you rather be the Browns with their front office where it's a revolving door with coaches and mm-hmm. GMs and everything or stability? And at worst, it seems like you're going to go nine and seven. Yeah. You know, nine, six and or like when we eight, went eight, seven, seven and one, one, it was a massive disappointment. But like, that's because expectations are pretty high every year. Yeah, and like, yes, it, it sucks going eight, seven, and one two out of the six years. But I mean, then we went thirteen and three, eleven and five, and ten and six in yeah. the other three mm-hmm. playoff years. I mean, it's kind of tough to beat. For I mean, well, if you look at his like winning percentage, that. it's up there with like <coughs> the best. Yeah, ever since he's been in the league, is he yeah. like top seven? Yeah, he's and I saw like a poll of I think it was. Um, I don't know, like coaches or whatnot. It was just, you know, top coaches in the NFL. And like I think by his peers, Zimmer made like number 10 on the list. Yeah, and I feel like the only thing you could say about him is like, oh, maybe he's a little too stuck in his ways or like we want to go like new school or something. But if you were going to do that, why didn't you just let him go and then just keep Stefanski? Like you kind of, like who are you going to hire now? Who's like, you know, you're going to spend it, you're going to, he's going to coach this year and leave and then what? What do you, like what's... Yeah, and once you, and... Like, I'd rather would have had Stefanski. If you're going to go else, like a different direction, Stefanski was it. Yeah. Like, we tried bringing in a different offensive coordinator, you know, up-and-coming guy. Yeah, with DiFilippo. DiFilippo, but look how that turned out. It was an atrocity. Yeah, it was bad. So, I don't know. I mean, I, it's kind of reminds me of, like, at some point people got sick of Denny Green. Although it was a lot longer. But it's like, you made the playoffs, like, every single year. But we never won it. So it was like, ah, screw it. Like, let's bring in someone else. And then what was that, Mike Tice? Yeah, it was Tice after Zimmer because he was the cheapest option. Yeah, and then it was just a bunch of bad coaches until Zimmer. Yeah. Like, So it's kind of like the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had Bill Cowher. He was clearly a very good coach. It took a dude like 15 years to finally win. But yeah. like they were good every year. So it's, I don't know. It, if, he, if he had a chance to go get like an Andy Reid or, like or someone like that's clearly like... But Zimmer's like a top... Tennish well, you can even go back to, like you mentioned Bill Cowher, and then they replaced him with Mike Tomlin. Who's been there, yeah. They don't win every year. Yeah. Um, but They did early on, though. So Yeah, but they're not, like, last year they were 8-7-1 or something. They're like always, like, last year they should have been, like, a two-win team. They didn't even have a quarterback. Yeah. Somehow and, they win games. Yeah. And it's all, like, It's like us with coaching. Case Keenum. Exactly. You know? Like, Case Keenum should not have brought us to 13-3. and yeah. You see, he's what on his third team, fourth team in four years. Yeah, I don't even know where he and is. And what is he like? Five teams in seven years mm-hmm. that puts him at. He's a he's backup quarterback now. He's in Cleveland now. Oh, is he with yeah. Stefanski? Yeah, <laughs> they gave him like a three-year, eighteen million dollar deal to back up Mayfield. It, Mike Zimmer is almost like the Kirk Cousins of coaches, which I don't remember if we've said that before. But like, he's not the best. He's I don't even know if he's elite, but he's really good. Yeah. And if I'm not guaranteed to like go get a really good one, I'm not going to throw away. Or an elite one. I'm not gonna throw away a really good one. Yeah. Like, now you what got, am I supposed to do about it? Like, like I, I don't want Ramsey Frazier. I don't want Brad Childress. I don't want Mike Tice. Go get the next Sean McVay. How the hell, how's that working out now for the Rams? They yeah. missed the playoffs last year after making the Super Bowl, and now the roster is even worse. And like, yeah, McVay's cool and he runs a good offense, but 
I think he's just ran the same thing for the last four years, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, this is what you do? This, like... Figured it out? Yeah. Well, it's it's sort of like people just get, like, sick of what they have and just want change. Like, like eventually, it's like, ah, fire the coach, fire the coach, uh, fire the quarterback, fire yeah. the GM. Like, people, like... Some people don't even like Spielman. It's like, I mean, how... Like, what? I know you might not like trading down as much as he does, but... This guy puts a pretty damn good roster. Well, I mean, he drafted Cordero Patterson. He drafted Laquan Treadwell in the first round. I mean, you could, the list goes on and Joel on. Joel Blow at his house would have done better. Yeah. yeah. He had he had Michael Thomas pegged. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Again, it's it's always like what's your what is your plan then? If your plan is to fire Spiel, uh, Zimmer, where are you going? Like, where's well, I'm your... gonna get. I'm gonna get a better head coach. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm it's gonna like, go get a better. I don't know who it is, but I'm gonna go get a better one. It's like everyone's saying, win. like, "Well, I would just draft a quarterback." It's like, okay, who? Like, who, what are you talking about? Like, you, yes, if I keep like, it's always like, "Well, look at the Chiefs." You know, they had Alex Smith, who was good, and then got Patrick Mahomes. Well, yes, I would love a Patrick Mahomes. Find one. They yeah, find they, me a Patrick. Mahomes. They literally identified one and traded up for him. Yeah, I'm sure Rick Spielman would do the same thing. If, you know, he had the opportunity. I don't think the Vikings had their first round pick in that Mahomes draft. I think pardon, I think they traded that, that for Bradford? Sam Bradford. So. Well, Rick, and it's, but it's like, you you need to then be the person that if you say, okay, I want to get rid of this guy. Like, you go out on the limb and be like, all right, Jordan Love. That's who I would have done. You know, and it's like, okay, well, let's see how that works out for you. Maybe yep. you're right, maybe you're not. But you can't just be like, I'd get rid of Kirk and go get a Patrick Mahomes. Well, no shit. Yeah, and we've always, we've always <laughs> agreed. Like, yeah, if you if you find if we were to find Patrick Mahomes and we just signed Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes is available in the draft this past year, yes, go yeah. draft him. Don't draft Jefferson. Don't draft Gladney. Yeah, go get go take Jordan Love because he was there. If yeah, you think if you he's think Patrick he's Mahomes. that kind of guy. But if he's not, don't just go take yeah. Jordan Love because he's a different flavor. And yeah, don't just get rid of Kirk Cousins because he's really good, but not elite franchise, whatever you want to yeah. call it. And it's like. You're more likely to end up with a Ponder, a T-Jack, you know, uh, all these other shitty quarterbacks. And like, I Kirk want... Cousins, like, besides Tarkington and Culpepper, who's been far for one year, like, I mean... The Vikings still, I don't think since Fran Tarkington has started a quarterback 32 straight games, like from one season... Two seasons in a row. Two seasons yeah. in and a that, row. And it would have been Kirk, but he sat. Yeah. 17 this both, year. Both years... No, we pulled, oh, yeah, we lost to a team that was sitting yeah. there, players. But yeah. That's where the fire Zimmer, it's like, dude, you lost to the Bears. That they were starting their backups. So what are you doing? Yeah. But, but you know, that's that was past. That was DeFilippo's fault. I put that on Rick. Rick Spielman, that year was his fault. You brought in a bad offensive coordinator. Yeah, so fire him. Fire Rick. But that it, it's also funny, too, because everyone just like thinks about, oh, here's all the bad stuff they did. But it's like, yeah, well, compare him to like another GM or another coach. No one's perfect. Like, Bill Belichick is... He drafts bad players all the time. You know? I don't... Dude. I mean, Giants, Dave Gettleman. I mean, as much as I like Saquon Barkley, taking him number two and then taking Daniel Jones number six the next year, probably not, yeah. like, the way to go about you, it. You just have to compare it to another GM. You can't just be like, this guy made these mistakes. I want a new one. We, I mean, we could be as loyal to Bruce Allen as Dan Snyder was. You know, he was with yeah. them for, like, 20 years, and that team was atrocious year after year after year. We could have a bad GM that Wolf is loyal to if you well, want. Well, the Wolves do seem very loyal. So, like, let's hope we don't, like, all of a sudden yeah, that's, but that's fire. Like, and like, Zimmer and Spielman have proven they can con- consistently be make us a contender. Let's just stick with that. Let's not do anything stupid here. I also think that the Wolves are just loyal to, um, you know, good 
you know, front office people and head coaches, you know, they've owned a soccer team before, yep. so they, they know what, what it takes to win. And I they probably believe that it starts from the top down. And because, you know, the top identifies the talent. It, and it seems like we just, everything is, like our draft process, the communications, everything. You never hear like, oh, you know, Zimmer was really pulling for this player, but like Spielman, you know, used the trump card and took a different guy or like yeah. anything like that, you know. The only thing, he, they, it just seems like we're, Everyone works together well. It's not like the Brad Childress with uh, Rick and with uh, Rob Brzezinski as the triangle of trust. And it was yeah. like, okay, no one knows who's in charge. I don't know. Seems like a well-oiled machine that's going to get you like a minimum eight and eight. Yeah. But tops like 13 and three, you know? Yeah. And then potentially a Super Bowl. Like, yeah. You want to be, I remember like when our beginning of our run, when we lost to the Seahawks, it was like, I want to become like the Seahawks where they don't win it every year, but they're always there. Yeah. Because they had that really good defense where it's like, okay, they're always going to be in the plus. Even like the Packers, like. They're almost always in the playoffs. And like the Seahawks the last two or three years, it's like, oh, that team's not going to win eight games. There's no way that team's going to win eight Somehow games. Somehow they make And then the they win 10. And part of it is Pete Carroll. But then another thing is they have Russell Wilson. Same with like the Packers have Aaron Rodgers. Zimmer does it. I know he's only makes it every other year, but he does it with he had Teddy in his second year. Case Keenum. Journeyman Case Keenum. Don't just think of him as a 13-3 and three quarterback. Yeah, you can't just fans. use that one year as like, oh, he was a star. And then last year would have been Kirk, but then the other year is what you had the Sam Bradford year. It's just been like it's a revolving door, and otherwise you you know if it's a guy like Pete Carroll's got Russell Wilson, like it, it would still be Teddy if he didn't destroy Steve. Yeah, like we would still just have like it would have been Matt Castle, Teddy Bridgewater, and you probably don't start another quarterback. It would be really interesting to see how, like the different uh, you know parallels of like the timeline. What would have happened? Would we have been like? A, more playoff teams or would we still have had those like those slumps you know would we still been up and down would we have had the 13 and 3 because as much as that was you know case keenum magic whatever like that defense was the number one defense in the league that year yeah so it was a lot of that was defense and you know like and think i don't know you can say you know different reads different quarterbacks but like case keenum's not making throws that teddy bridgewater can't make you know, yeah. Case Keenum had some balls on him, yep. so let's. I don't know if Teddy even attempts some of those throws, but Teddy also has his strengths and weaknesses yeah, too. Yeah, Case Keenum literally had nothing to lose. What What were we going <laughs> to yeah. do? Go to Sean Hill or who? Who was his backup? Well, I mean, at some point it was Teddy. By the end of the year, I was calling yeah, for Teddy. That's that's true. <laughs> but that's I mean, that team is so weird. Like that team went thirteen and three, and we lost our starting quarterback and our like clearly our franchise running back that was going to be a superstar. Like, yep. And we were going to start Sam Bradford um, against – we started Sam Bradford against the Bears. He came back. Yeah, and it did not go well. Didn't go well. Health-wise, like, I feel like he – well, he didn't play well either. But, like, they clearly liked him as the – if both are healthy, Bradford's the guy. I mean, you see week one, it looked like we were going to be a fucking top five offense. It looked like we know? were going to, yeah, be 13-3 and three by year's end. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, I this – Cook, Bradford. Bradford threw for, what, like Diggs, 340 Thielen, yards? Rudolph, like, that was uh, – it's funny, I was watching the, the Miracle game where I was setting up my TVs, just had it on, you know, yep. and it's, you know, it's, oh, they got a double-headed monster of Latavius Murray and Jarek McKinnon. It's like, eh, I don't like, that. They, they were good players. They played well. But They're I much better than Matt Asiata and Jarek Well, McKinnon. I mean, that's like, uh, the remember the Cowboys in 09 had the three-headed monster, Felix Jones. Marion Barber. And, and Lance Dunbar, someone like that. Like, I, yeah, he was a real monster. Yeah. I remember we played them, yeah, I know, it was that 09 and then... 31 to 7. Yeah, man. They were Brad Childers was talking shit, running up the score. Yeah. 
chilly. Keith Brookings pissed that we ran up the score. Yeah. It's a playoff game, dude. Yeah. You grow up. There's seven minutes left. Like, you could easily come back from 17. Of course we're going to throw, throw a little icing on top. Plus, fuck them. They came in all hyped because they Fucking won one playoff game. Yeah. I just heard this, like, shots of, like, Wade Phillips. Like, what the hell's going on? Like, Sidney Rice is just roasting, uh, who's that, Jenkins? Mike Jenkins or something? What's the corner's name? Mike Jenkins, yeah. Mike Jenkins just left and right. Yeah. The best is he does that, like, I think it's his second touchdown. He cut blocks the, the end of the line. Yeah. And then just gets up and it's like, uh, Favre's still running around, you know, doing his pump fake. And he's like, I'm open. I guess just throw it to me. Well, Favre's an eligible receiver. The rollout and then like the DN's right in his face. And he just pump fakes it to nobody. And the DN jumps yep. every time. And then he's like, all right, now I got all day. Uh, it's that, like, it's, that happened in uh, the Greg Lewis Niners play too, yep, right? Yeah, just, the pump and then just step to the side and yep. gun it. I and feel like that's drove. partly what Kirk Cousins misses is like that improvising like backyard. Like he... That's not part of like the QB playbook, like to be like, just fool a guy by pump faking to nobody. You know, yeah. like, uh, you know, like you they, really, they don't see what's behind. Yeah, them. they have no idea that there's no one there. You know, it just like he just doesn't really have that, yeah. which is like that last trait I feel like to go from like very good quarterback to something yeah. better, like into the Mahomes, yeah. Watson, Wilson from like range. tier three, four to yeah. tier two, mm-hmm. upper echelon three. Yeah, um, and if you go back to Zimmer, I feel like what he's missing is which I feel like he changed in the Saints game, was like, I wish he did more on-the-fly game plans. Like, that Saints game, it was like totally something new where he put the DNs inside, and it was like, okay, this is like... Yeah. This I, was specifically made to beat the Saints. That's what Belichick always does, you know? Yeah. Which I think Zimmer has like talked about doing more and like doing more exotic stuff, but we've definitely gone a little bit away from the double-A gap. I feel like he wants to just save all that stuff in, for the playoffs. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, like... I've got all these things for, you know, that'll throw a defense off, but I don't want to show you it in the regular mm-hmm. season. I don't want you to be prepared because I've only got, you know, so many of these. What will be interesting is we got Dom Capers in, the 3-4. That's the one thing I do like, too, about Zimmer. Like, I feel like he doesn't have an ego. Like, who just keeps bringing in former head coaches and who just, like, I, don't, I feel like he's very good at just being like, well, I don't know everything. Yeah. You know, I have what I do and I think I do it well, but, like, I don't know, Dom Capers also does some good things. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I want, you think I want he'd be butt. like... I don't run shitty three four like I don't do that stuff. The way he teaches you know these guys this technique that doesn't make any sense. But instead it's like oh listen I'll see what he does you know. Yeah. Same um, with the offense he brings in like four different you know head coaching type guys and be like all right you guys blend your ideas and figure it out. Yeah. Instead of I feel like you bring in someone like D Filippo and D Filippo's like this is what I do and we're gonna run it. Yeah. I don't care that my quarterback does not do well out of shotgun. Yeah. I don't care that my offensive line is garbage. I'm gonna drop back fifty times a game. And we're gonna we're gonna throw the ball. Well, like, we're gonna slam it, like you know. And it's I don't know, like yeah, you know, I get it. You trust Kirk Cousins to make those kind of throws, but like you can't put like that kind of faith into a guy when it's clearly not working after a couple well, of weeks. And it's like you can't put that kind of faith in that offensive line. Like that's ridiculous. That's not a good offensive line. You need to like hide your weakness, not like. You you go play with the Vikings in Madden online, and you run five wide, four wide. You're getting beat. I mean, yeah. the offense line's terrible. They're running right by you. But like, you run the ball with Cook a little bit, like mix it up some, you know. And you know, Madden's a hundred percent realistic. So. Yeah, and well, like <laughs> just it, it's just you know, D. Filippo, you were just talking about you know playing to like people's strengths and whatnot. He didn't do that. Like play action is Kirk Cousins' strengths, and we ran it like sixteen percent of the time on it. Yeah, Filippo. he just we ran it, like forty percent of throws last year. Yeah, he was bad. I remember when he got signed by the Jags to be their OC, and like, I bought, is it Albert Breer? Maybe Ian Rapport, one of the two. The, whoever the guys who says like every player is a superstar, 
like whenever they get a contract extension, it's like superstar uh, Jarek McKinnon. And it's like, well, whoa, 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 pump the butt. I think it's because he's an NFL like employee, so it's always very possible. But it was yeah. like uh, bright, you know, great mind, young coach gets a second chance. Like Jacksonville's going to love him. It's like, no, no, you're not. No. It's just like. You, oh, yeah, you got Nick Foles, so you just decided to yeah. bring his buddy D. Filippo with. Well, guess what? That magic He lasted a twice. year. Yeah. Now what's he back Both with? Both of them lasted a year. Yeah. Uh, it's just funny when, like, as a fan of the team, you usually kind of know. It just always reminds me of, like, when Ray Edwards left. It's like, dude, that guy sucks. Like, yeah. he tried one time, and it was in his contract year. Well, my I always go back to, like, I was wrong on this, but it was, like, when uh, Pete Carroll hired Daryl Bevel. I was like, oh, oh yeah. good luck with that one. <laughs> I was wrong, but, like, you know. He still doesn't seem like that good of a coach. <laughs> Because no. where is he now? Wait, oh, that's right. They, uh, they don't have him. Any- oh, there's yeah. Schottenheimer there. He, he, oh, I mean, he yeah. was their coach for Super Bowl runs and stuff, so he was something. And he, it's weird because he never, like, ascended above OC and then, like, fell out of favor there. Yeah. Like, he had some head coach interviews, but nobody wanted him. And then he just I now he's... hired him as head coach. He was rumored to come back. Who's uh, who's the old quarterback's coach that the Vikings had in the Childress, or Leslie Frazier years, offensive Coordinator. There was like that uh, was Bill Musgrave. Like, Bill Musgrave, that's who it Bill was. Bill Musgrave. Like, yeah. You look at his offense that year with Percy Harvin, it's like he just only gave the ball to Percy Harvin. It was like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> his, I think he went to Oakland. I think he's been doing – I don't know how long he's – if he's still there or not, but I know okay. he was an Oakland guy. Was he uh, in Oakland with Mike Tice? No. <laughs> Mike Tice. Mike Tice quit because these kids don't listen. I'm done coaching. These kids these days. I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Zimmer, I think we're both in the uh, extend him. I'd give him a five-year extension. I don't even give a fuck. Yeah. I like him. I yep. think the players like him. I mean, maybe his, his uh, it ran dry with the uh, DBs, Rhodes, Waynes, Mac. Maybe they're ready to get out of here. But, like, bring in some fresh people. And I saw, like, I, I had not seen the number before, but I saw, like, uh, Xavier Rhodes, like, passer rating. I know it's not like, a good gauge and everything, but it was, yeah. like, passer rating against last year. It was, like, 140. 140? Yeah. It was either like 124 or 140, but it was very oh, high. That's the funny thing is like people are like, oh gosh, we lost like our whole, you know, cornerback group. It's like, well, Rhodes was a bad player last year. Like he wasn't bad most of his career. He was bad last year though. So like yeah. a replacement level player, like Holton Hill should, should be him. better than Rhodes. Yep. Like if he can just be competent, you should improve that spot. Now the other spot, Waynes was always a pretty good player. So hopefully, you know, I don't know, whatever, but like. Well, there was a bad player out there every single week. And he's covering you number one. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal if you if you don't start one of your uh, rookie cornerbacks and you have to go Holton Hill, Mike Hughes, still going to be an upgrade over Xavier Rhodes. Maybe not yeah. Wayne's, but We've talked about, Rhodes. though, like, if you look, if you, if you could have Group A, which is this year's group, or Group B, last year's group, like, yes, Group B has, like, more names because Rhodes is a name and Waynes has been around and Mac was pretty good Nickelback and well whatever, but group like this year's group probably has more upside yeah. as far as like they're younger. They're Rhodes was bad. Like, yeah, Rhodes was a bad player. You could easily go back to being like a top five defense with this young group, you mm-hmm. know, because they're 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 young. Like like there's probably gonna be some growing pains. Tena- but... Yeah, but like they're tenacious. They're handsy. Like yeah. they just they've got total like Zimmer guy feels to them now, mm-hmm. where it's young. They want to be great, and they know like Zimmer's coach Dion. So you know they want. To yeah, they lo- everyone loves that Zimmer and Dion have a great relationship. Well, and you got the two good safeties still. You got the two good linebackers. You you, you bring in the nose. Potentially three Hunter. good linebackers with Troy Die. Yeah, oh yeah. When Troy Die comes for Anthony Barr's job. Uh, okay, should we jump into some of your 
Ryan was, I guess, up uh, drinking and came up with some topics we could hit before we dive into the AFC over-unders. Because AFC over-unders, you know, that's least exciting episode of the year. I mean, I think it's, yeah. it's one of the, you know, so we're going to try to spice it up with some drunken Ryan uh, topics. Yep, yep. So we're uh, we're going to talk about, um, we'll, we'll just kind of combine both the topics uh, that we were kind of thinking about for sure was uh, uh, the effects of a potential no preseason. And then... Also, that would kind of deal with the effects of potential roster limits. So, like, some of this coronavirus like, yeah, stuff, like, so like, what's going on. Yeah, like, the roster limits, you know, usually bring 90 players into camp. But, like, it's been talked from, like, anywhere between, like, 90 all the way down to, like, 65 or something, I think I saw. Mm-hmm. But, so that's, like, a wide range of players. And, yes, you know... Most of them are just camp bodies just to get, like, a look. And I saw, like, someone tweet, like, it's not going to matter because, like, most of those players don't make the team anyways. But then it's like, yeah, but, like, you know, Adam Thielen, uh, you know, even Chad Beebe or Hercules. Or, like, like, we do have a decent group of guys that, like, are weren't drafted or were afterthoughts. I mean, there's... Mike Boone, Rock yeah. Thomas for the year before uh-huh. he was, you know, arrested. But Fulton Hill. I mean... The, Again, they're not. Boyd. They're not quite like, like Adam Thielen was, the fringes of the fringes. Like he was, he wasn't even a, a talked about. Like Colton Hill, it's a little unfair because it's like, a lot of people were already on him because it's like he only fell because he had character problems. Yeah, but like, but like a Chad Beebe, it was like, dude, this guy, who the hell? Like besides the fact that his dad is Don, like this guy's got no shot of making the team. Ah, uh, Brandon Zilstra. Yeah, like, like yeah, just guys like, like that. that. And like yeah. Adam Thielen, like you said, like he's he's like. The guy you can't talk about because remember, not a commodity was not you know scouted or anything. He wasn't, was a tryout. Yeah, tryout wasn't like and a heavily like, looked right, at. So you got invited, yeah. which means you're probably still going to be one of the last like eighty five to ninety players. On exactly. The yeah, he's not in that fifty three to seventy five range. It's like he's in the back end, yeah. the last ten men. Exactly. I mean, Anthony Harris is another one that's actually kind of a good one. Like, I don't think he was hyped as a like big. You know, uh, UDFA pick. Like, yeah. it wasn't like he was just mixed in the pile, like a Kerry Blossom game, you know, yeah. like, oh, just a random that it's like, oh, who's this dude we picked up? Exactly. But then they show enough to make the team. So, I mean, if they cut it down to like to 80, 75, I don't think it's a huge effect. But it, once you start getting out of like the 65, to yeah, now 70, you're like 75. Some guys that are going to be, you're going to lose some good players that like you just didn't get a look at. Yeah. I feel like 80, like, yeah, those last ten are probably like like it sucks to lose your, them. That's your uh, that's your guys's. Uh, what's the, what are your the hell are your stupid players you like it's names? Um, the award you do every year, Brett Taylor. Oh, Brett Taylor, man. Yeah, those guys. Awards. Those guys are nobodies. Like, yeah, those yeah. guys are the fringes of the fringe. You know, it's like. Yep. But, like, you know, then that's the sad part is that I'm not going to be able to give out a Brett Taylor Man of the Year award if there are no Brett Taylors available to give the award to. That's a problem. This no. is a real problem. You know, it actually, if they do end up doing a lower roster limit, it kind of makes all those tradebacks even more worth it. Because now, like, we have players in camp that we like. Like, I guess you would have got some guys in undrafted, but, like, people aren't going to get to take a look at all their undrafted guys as much. And it's kind of like, oh, whatever, we already got 15 players. Yeah. Like, we're kind of already pretty deep as far as, like, young prospects go. Yeah. And so. But, like, yeah, you don't get them, you know, the aging, the aging veterans, you don't. Get to see them going up. Like, oh yeah, young the uh, up and comers. Who is that clown receiver we signed last year? That was garbage. Everyone thought it was good. Jordan Taylor. Yeah, Jordan Taylor. Yeah, yeah. everyone's favorite. Like, oh, there's a nice pick. It's like yeah. that guy's terrible. Yeah, he's awful. We oh, don't have any. Look like at these this. three career catches that he's had. Yeah, look at his one highlight. I feel like we don't have any pickups this year like that. 
Tasha Sharp. No, he's like so much more proven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not. Yeah, he's definitely not. He had 500 yards in a season. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, is Anthony like is Anthony? There, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. just no one hyping him because you can't make a cool highlight reel of him like they did with Jordan Taylor. Like, oh, look at him juke one guy. Like. Yep. Yeah, settles. That that'll's a good one. He's kind of like, like he's in that uh, sixty-five or like yeah, yeah the, the sixty-five range where it's yeah. like you know he sometimes makes the fifty-three and sometimes he's a street free agent. Right? Yep. But you kind of know what he is. Like the ones that suck, the ones that you're gonna miss out on is is like an Anthony Harris, someone that like comes to camp. It's uh, I'm pretty sure like we brought Donald Penn in as a UDFA, yeah, and we lost him. So like it's like that situation. Like that was clearly a coaching mistake. You didn't like see the talent, but. Now it's like you might not even get a chance to see it. Yeah. You know, like it might just... But like, what are these people going to do then? They just we do nothing for a year? Find a practice squad to join? Like, Hopefully. Don't ever get a shot? Because, like, yeah, I mean, are these... Do, like, teams give out, you know, their, their training camp videos? Because literally nobody's... if, And that, you know, goes through the preseason being yeah. limited. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be... These guys who are getting cut or, like, on the fringe, if you go up to 90, they're mm-hmm. not going to have tape. The there's no, year. yeah, there's no, like, them in the fourth quarter of a preseason game where, you know, a coach should be like, ah, I kind of like what he showed here. I can use him in this role, or yep. I think he's got at least the traits or something. Like, well, Vikings are, let's say they're super long on, oh, they've got a ton of corners in camp, so, like, their eighth corner is actually pretty good. Like, yeah, I could use him as my fifth corner. Yeah, but they, or, they never or, like, see him. Or, like, second team, special team, second team, like, special team yeah. units. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, Vikings have, you know, two good gunners, I really like what this guy shows. If if he you know makes it out of there, if he doesn't get yeah. you know in, in the camp, even, I even snipe bring him, him and put him on a practice squad or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, less preseason games is actually like I really enjoy preseason. Like I know a lot of people are like it's fucking stupid, but like for people like us that are like super into it and like into like it's August, I'm ready yeah, for football. Especially now, it's like dude, we don't have sports. Like I'll sit and watch any preseason game. Look, and, me, and I like just watching football because you can like. Just not even just Vikings preseason because I know we always talk about like fantasy wise. Yeah, like you find like the good players that the are gems bad. that yeah. like no one's heard of. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to use find a really good one. Chris Carson. Chris Carson's a good one. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, like six oh, okay. round pick or whatever he was, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, wait, I remember one year I plucked Elf Morris, and people were like, who the hell is Elf Morris? Oh. Never even heard of a guy. Arian Foster. Uh, Arian, I remember watching Arian Foster right before going to the draft, and like this guy looks really good. Yep. And then we we're like, well, we just ended up not getting, and then fucking Beaver got him, and it yeah. was like must have watched the same. Uh, no, same that's game. the thing. He didn't watch anything. He's an idiot. Just picked a guy. Probably read it on some blog or something. Yeah. Uh, read it in the newspaper. It's Barney. Yeah. Or it's Beaver. I mean, no football is a bad thing. I don't care if it's preseason football. Like, no. I, I mean, people are watching the XFL. People yeah. are watching the and like, I like I like watching college football. I like watching yeah. Tuesday Night Maction. So, and, you know, bad NFL football is more than likely yeah, better than Even Maxion. NFL games that don't count. Like, I, especially when they're the Vikings games. Like, I do like seeing our, you know, third team offensive line and like being like okay we're, we're, we're trying to guess the 53-man roster we got to see these guys you know yep. is Hercules gonna do anything this year you know is you know is he's is know. Brett Taylor gonna be good or am I just <laughs> pulling a name out of a hat has Troy Dye taken Anthony Barr's job yet more than likely <laughs> um so Virtually. I don't know I don't think it affects the actual teams as much as like four games would lead you to believe like I don't think they need all that time to get if they have training camp I almost think it affects it like zero. Like there was multiple teams this year that started no starters the whole preseason. Yeah, they never let them play, and it was like the new kind of the new wave of coaches. Like I don't even. There's no point. Like because it is like you go to training camp and they like okay they throw, you know say Kirk Cousins throws 40, 50 balls in camp. It's like who cares if he goes into a game and throws six passes? Like 
what is that really doing for him? Like, and, and like the defense you're seeing is so vanilla. It's like, oh, Kirk, can you can you read that real quick? Yeah, yeah I need you in a game situation so you can you know re- remember what it feels like to read a defense. It's like they're playing cover two real quick and they are not dressing it up. <laughs> yeah, there's no disguise, <laughs> nothing. And I, I get like there's like the talk, you know, like, yo, you want to shake the cobwebs off? Like, oh, just get hit, you know? And it's like, whatever, you know, like. Maybe for like a young player or something, but like Kirk Cousins has been playing for you know eight nine years. Kirk like, Cousins got sacked fifty times two years ago. I <laughs> yeah. think he remembers what it feels like to get hit. Those cobwebs are cleaned out. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, so like yeah, I don't think that would affect like week one. Like all of a sudden, you know what? Every team's just sloppy. Like, no, but I mean, it's obvious. I can see it having some effect maybe on like teams with new head coaches. That's okay. So a little bit of an advantage actually, maybe for a team like us. That's a very like established team that has the same scheme, same, you know, well, we're, I guess we're going to year two of uh, the Kubiak scheme. Yeah, but, like, good. when we do, like, the night practices and you get to see the full 11 on 11, like, yeah. experienced head coaches can dress it up to be more of, like, a game. Yep. You know, I, obviously there's – I don't think it's full contact. No, they don't usually Yeah, ever. but, like, you know, you can, you can do enough where, you know, it's – it's kind of crazy that back in the day, you used to like full on like full pads twice a day tackle. It's like this seems like a terrible idea. Yeah, like, it's just really making you get better by like banging up all your players. And I don't know. I feel like I'm killing your right tackle. New- yeah, <laughs> Jesus, Ryan. <laughs> um, I feel like like the new um, new school thought of like you know like days off in basketball and yeah. like the, you know like, these guys are on like nap schedules and like eating schedules and like all kinds of stuff to like make these players last longer. Like, yeah. I don't know, I just, and that's like the new age science where it's like, you know, limited contact. Like, you know, like, yeah. you know you, the more rest you give your muscles, the more longevity yeah. Like you the get benefits of actually dragging down a receiver to the ground to like, I guess, practice tackling isn't worth the risk of like injuring either player. Like, yeah, I feel they're like... They're either a good tackler or they're probably not. Yeah, like, and At like, that point in their careers, like... Yeah, take a coach, you make them grab a bag, and you work on technique. Yeah. Like, I get it, you know, oh, you know, tackling a bag's not like tackling a real player. It's like, yeah, I get that. But, you know, you can practice technique, and when you get into a game, just put that technique to use. Doesn't it just feel like you're either like a willing tackler or you're kind of a coward? Yes. Like, I just feel like... Like like Trey Wayne's willing to go in there and like low get lower than his man and just like clog up his side. Yep. Deion Sanders. Yeah, he's not doing it. He he's avoided doing- contact <laughs> at all costs. Yeah. Even like Rhodes, I felt like was a little um he loved to hit you when you didn't see him. Like he loved the big hit or like to drag you down when it was like an easy chance to do it. But he wasn't as willing as Wayne's to just like not even make the tackle, but like like uh, what is it like where you force it inside? Like yeah. you seal the edge and you just get low. He seemed a little less willing to do that, but like, if you were like on a screen pass and you didn't see him, he'd like grab you by the neck and throw you down. It's yeah, like, or come and just shoot clean yeah, out yeah, from yeah. underneath. But oh, it's yeah. even like like Sandejo. Like you think that idiot? I you know what? Actually, I will say Sandejo did learn to not to tackle better, but to like be under control a little better. Yeah. Well, but, before he was just like a piss missile. Yeah. Like, just yeah. go kill someone. And it's like, but did he learn that because he practiced tackling and practice, or was it like them every game like watching the tape like? Andrew, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> well, I'm trying to fly in there and just destroy something. You miss 80% of the time. So why don't you just slow down, yeah. make sure you have them, you know, dead to rights, and then hit them. Yeah. yeah. And I, th- I feel like they, like, yeah, they got them under control. And they also, like, taught them, like, how to explore how to explode without running full speed at a guy, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, well, it's like, it's like there's times where you're going to be able to blow them up when they don't see you coming. Stop right trying to do that every time. When you're, you're 10 yards away from they see you coming, Andrew. They yeah. see you coming. 
they, they just step one step to the side. It's yeah, like or, when, or they're on the sideline and they just step back, let you go by. Yeah, it's like the going. worst when you get like a free rusher at a quarterback and all they do is just like immediately move to the side and the guy just runs by him. It's yep. like, dude, the, did you think he wasn't going to see you? Could you just like kind of like break down a little? Yeah, because you know? it's not like, it, it, yeah, like you said, it's like right up the middle or not even like a blind side. It's like you're in the quarterback's view. He's going yeah. to see you. It's like if Daniil Hunter gets a free release, like he'll see you. You're coming from the side he can see. Yep. So like, I mean, luckily with Daniil, he's so athletic and long. That it's I know, like, you're try- not getting I'm away trying, from him. But I'm like, trying to think of a guy on the Vikings who's like notorious of like missing I don't. Sacks. I don't feel like we have many guys that are notorious for missing I feel sacks. like Ray Edwards was though. He was oh, always that guy it. who Couldn't would like, finish. yep, get a free rush yeah. and then they'd just, you know, step to the side. Where it's just like they come in out of control. Yep. It's like, what are you doing? And then, and you know, guys like Rodgers, it's like one little sidestep. And it's like, yeah, well, now, or, or you, now just, you've just created a big play. Yeah, the little, like, turn turn, yeah. turn the back, which Rodgers just loves to do. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, spin out of this real quick. Yeah. Now I'm out of there. Use your and momentum against guard. you. Yep. Where's Jordy? Where's Jordy? Jordy. Uh, was Aaron Rodgers a good quarterback, or was Jordy Nelson just a top five receiver in the <laughs> NFL? These are the questions we should be here to ask. Someone posted their uh, wide receiver group. From like it was 2012. Ridiculous. It was uh, James Jones, Donald Driver, Jordy Nelson, Randall uh, Cobb, Greg Jennings. And, yeah, and Randall Cobb. Yeah, and Randall Cobb. It was like and a young had, Randall Cobb, an old Greg Jennings, an older uh, Donald Driver, but like. And still, Jermichael uh, Finley might have been around at that point. I think that might have been the team that went 15 to 1 and then lost the first playoff game. To the Giants? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might have been. Oh, no, didn't they lose to the Cardinals? No, 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 that wasn't that year. They did lose to the Cardinals on once in that crazy yeah. overtime game. Where they- that was, like, the best overtime game ever because not only did you get, like, 100 points scored, you got the Packers losing in the playoffs. Yeah, and didn't they have, like, a, like a ridiculous comeback, like, last drive? And yeah, then, and then yeah. they, uh, I think it was opening, I think the Cardinals got it, they punted, and then... Aaron Rodgers got strip sacked and Dansby took it in. For I the think touchdown. the Packers got it right away because I remember he did that first play overtime was a deep shot and it was open and he overthrew it. Okay. And then the very next play is that strip sack touchdown. Okay. It was like two plays in overtime and it was done. It was great. It was a great game. Great game. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know what that had to do with uh, no preseason or training camp um, or know, limited some, rosters, some but somehow reason, we ended oh, up there. Oh, we went sacks, free rushers, <laughs> Rodgers looking for Jordy. Nelson. It's kind of like how much worth is. Like the games, you know. Yeah. And I guess I feel like it's more worth it just for fans to watch and to like be interested in like yeah. the roster guys and less actually like I, I feel like you know you get a whole it's kind of like the Kyle Sloter thing like his practice tape was clearly more important than those preseason games. Yeah. And it is is what it is, you know. Yeah. But then there are guys that tear it up in preseason like a Chad Beebe or a Mike, Mike Boone. Boone like and it's like they can't really cut this guy right and then they don't and it's like okay so that they must have. Yeah, done that throughout practice and games, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, all right, I see you blowing up in practice against your third team opponent, but can you blow up against second, third team, like, other teams, other in, teams in a game? Guys. Like, yeah. do you just completely like? Because maybe there are guys that light up in practice, but then when the, you know the lights come on, it's like they're just like. Yeah, garbage. maybe that's maybe that's the same thing with Slaughter. Maybe yeah, he was lighting it up in practice and he lit it up in games, but they're like, dude, like. Dude's so off script. There's no point. In, he doesn't know how to. There's read just a no way. There's no way. There's he lit no it up. way. Cal Slaughter knew how to read a defense. There like, must be like they're just, just just keeps getting so lucky. It's like Tebow. Oh, he did good. It's just like he's just something because he's just out of the league now. It's yeah, like, and it's, well, he's doing it against third team opponents. Yeah, I really do wish like second preseason. But like Sean Mannion doesn't do it against third team. Yeah. Case Keenum didn't even do it in that. I feel like Cal Slaughter just like we should have. You know, second preseason one preseason game, third preseason game when everyone's playing the starters, 
throw him in. With this, yeah. Instead of Kirk Cousins, just, just go, hey, man, <laughs> you got talent around you, and you're playing a talented defense. If you can prove do it, it, we'll keep you up. Just it's kind of funny. It. I wonder if there's ever that guy that just, like, like maybe Kyle Slaughter's like this guy, like, who's, like, if he would, someone just he would just give him a starting job, he would be really good. But like never, never gets the chance. Oh, but never gets. But the never chance. gets the chance. Like everyone is overlooks him for six, seven years, and then he's past his prime. And it's like I just feel like if I would have got a chance, I would have been good. It's almost like Thielen. It's like, or like dude, like that guy could have been overlooked completely if he didn't just like continue to make plays on special teams yeah. and then continue to make a couple catches. And also, it's like, oh wait, you're a star receiver. Like, what if like it would have just been too late? Like that I'm like, well, you're from Mankato and you're just so you know, I don't know. Like Yeah, I'm trying to There's gotta be someone out there that's happened to. Yeah. I'm like, well, Sean Hill, because you know, he was never like a starting quarterback, but it's like, meh, the guy like legit was just a clipboard holder. Like that's Yeah. That's all he was ever gonna be. But yeah, like, just somebody who we've never heard of. And it's like, oh that just sorry. Yeah, just never broke through because of like the coaches all didn't believe in him or something. I yeah. don't know. Um, which could happen with lack of preseason games and less roster spots, you know, less chances for these guys to show something. Yeah, which uh, we'll never know unless we uh, either get the preseason games or we don't. I hope we get. I so the, I think it's two right now, I think right? It's two, and I think they're talking about less than that. I even. think the players want, want like to get zero. rid of them. Yeah, but the owners have TV revenue. Let's get the TV revenue, revenue on those preseason games. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, again, me and you are committed to watching them. They're going to get something. <laughs> yeah, they've got two viewers. Although, if you're at my house, it's only one viewer. So, this is yeah. true. <laughs> this is true. Well, I'll just have to turn my TV on. Yeah, home. we'll turn them all on. Get those viewers. Yeah, we, wait. We got three TVs. We're, we are three viewers. We're here. three right here. Uh, do you have any more uh, Ryan, uh, uh, not do, nuggets, but... Ryan thoughts. Yeah, um, thoughts did we want to talk... Future roster? Outlook? Yeah, we could throw some stuff. No, just that. guys who are like on the final year or not meeting expectations. Who, so kind of like guys to look for in like a bad way. Like just, you know, watch how Pat Elfline performs because yeah, he like is perform it, well. It's kind of like yeah, you got that group year. of guys that are do or die years. Like, which I feel like is a lot of our DTS. Yep, um, like. David it's like Morgan, a make or break. David Morgan could have been yeah. a guy last year with him like kind of disappearing. Yeah. And it's obviously. like you either break through now or you kind of are what you are. Yeah. Like um, a Pat Elfline. Like Tayshawn Bauer a couple of years ago. Yep. He kept getting hurt, but that was kind of the thing with him. It's, you know, he showed flashes, but can he stay healthy? Yeah. And it's never... like, all right, at this point, if he doesn't show the final like breakthrough, like then he's just not that great. I'm um, trying to think of other. Well, I think a bunch like, uh, like Jalen Holmes, Julio Jones. Aruna. Well, um, yeah. Adair Aruna has shown nothing though. So, like, to yes. me, that's, like, make or break. It's, like, dude, I think you're not even – it's too late. I think you broke Hercules. It. Hercules is a good one. Been hyped, shown little, and it's, like, dude, if you don't come through – like, for all the hype, this is the year. Like, if you don't – if you kind of, like, let it down again, it's, like, hey, it, the hype was for nothing. Yeah. You know? But I think a lot of the teams, like, Jill Johnson, if you don't, like – I kind of think Jill Johnson is what he is. Jalen Holmes, I feel like, more like you either make a step up or you're basically probably off the team next year. Yep. Um, who's the other DT? Isn't there another one? Oh, uh, Shamar Stefan. He's, Stephan. he's Shamar Stefan. We know yeah. what Shamar Stefan is. Yep. Um, and it's his final year of the deal. Yeah. Uh, Chad Beebe's a good one, I feel like. like he Chad Every Beebe's year he makes one. the deal. But you do know what he would be if he could do it, but like, are you ever going to fucking do it, dude? Like, you're just supposed to be a pretty good slot receiver, and you're just never healthy. What's your deal? Yep. And then you look at the guys, then there's a group of like the the last year their contract guys, where it's like, what what's what are we going to do? Like the About Anthony Harris's, Delvin Cook. I mean, even the aging, like, I feel like safety right now, it's like we have this great safety duo. Well, here's Smith's getting older, and Anthony Harrison on a one-year deal. Like, what's the outlook of that position? Yeah, and, like, you can even go a little further and go uh, Mike Hughes. 
in cornerback room. Like, does he's former first round pick, yes, but like, does he have it or doesn't he? Yeah, it's like, are you just gonna kind of be like a Mac Alexander, like a solid player, but not that great, yeah. or are you gonna like be a first round pick? Yep, I'm trying to think of another. You're not even like on the. He's not even round. on the Trey Wayne's level. You know, he's like he's done nothing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another like first round cornerback over the years who, like, should have. I guess I don't know. Wasn't Demarius Randall a first round pick? They ended up yeah. moving him to safety. safety yeah. Um, well, it's like Hughes. Are you going to move to nickel full time? Because like, did we spend a first on a nickel back then? Who was supposed to have like good returnability and then yeah, doesn't really have it? Like, I don't know. It's a little worrisome. Him. Yep. He's um, definitely like. Like I like Mike Hughes, and like even if he's not good, I'll probably still root for him. But like it is like the year to show. Like, yeah. can you can you start in the NFL or not? Well, because what year one was the ACL. Yep. And then year two, he's coming back from the ACL, and obviously he had Waynes and and Rhodes and guys kind of blocking him a little bit. And you know he probably did. You don't know if he like trusted his body and shit. Yeah, like that. it's Try always you get always say it's like emotions. Year, yeah. You know? So like this year, this is, is it. Like the this year. is it. It's your third year as a first round pick. Like, and it and it is big too because then at the end of this year is the option. You know, you pick it up or you don't. Yep. So. Well, so yeah. So like at least he's got to do like pull like the Mac Alexander or in his yeah third his year, third year he yeah was the like back the final end of it. final final eight yep. games was like all right the dude can play and then, but he didn't show that throughout his entire fourth year so I was like all right yeah well, we're gonna move he, on he was banged up and like it seemed like he was gonna like. He kind of had his breakthrough in his back end of that third year, and then he just kind of it kind of just fell apart a little yeah. bit, like, which kind of sucks. Um, um, I get you could even like just kind of taco Denebo, yeah. You know, just because you know we drafted a couple DNs, mm-hmm. uh, Wilkies and DJ Wanham. Mm-hmm. You also and, like, Griffin's still out there, and I just feel like no one has any money. Like you you want to play football this year, Griffin? Not that they don't have money, but no one wants to spend money. Yeah. So like, I, I, I feel like it's a more than like twenty five percent chance he could end up back here. Yeah. But like, if he doesn't, this is Odenable's shot. Like, this is your year to either be a starter or you're just gonna be a rotational DN. Yeah. Like, are, make, or it's are not make or break, in, but it's like, or are we gonna bring in another Odenable at a cheap price and like yeah. we're gonna rotate you guys? Yeah. Like, we're gonna do you your strengths on third down, but first second down we're gonna get like Anthony Zettel. Yeah. Or whatever you yeah. know, and just and rotate like, them through. Yeah. But like I, I, I think a lot of people do think he has the potential to be a good DN that could be a three down starter. But it's like, yep. let's see it. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's make or break. I'm trying to think of anyone else. I mean, not make or break, but fucking Herb Smith better be good this year. I feel like he's a key piece. Yeah, especially with a bunch of red zone targets being open. Yeah, I feel, like, I, I, I think I think Herb Smith's in for a good year. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's not many like make or break kind of guys. I mean, I, I hope Riley Reef doesn't break. Like, yeah. I feel like he's like I'm trying to think of aging veterans that like could like could pull a roads and oh, go yeah. from like solid to like you're a liability, which to me would be like Riley Reef definitely. Um, like, could Harrison Smith fall off the map and just be too slow or something? Like, is that no? He seems too savvy to like just completely. But like like last year, Linval became like not a liability, but like not a not yeah. not a Linval, and yeah, then it was Rhodes, and then who was wasn't there a third one that just felt like they weren't the same guy? Maybe I'm Shamar Stefan. Well, wasn't the, uh, Anthony yeah. Barr is one of them. I don't know, but I gotta take a break. Um, take a break, and we'll jump into the AFC over unders. Yeah, yeah, okay. or yeah, yeah, we'll jump. Into Ryan that. just walking off the course. Welcome back. That break was brought to you by My Pillow. 
Uh, you, you got it, Ryan. The most comfortable pillow you'll own? You'll ever own. You'll ever own. You'll ever okay. own. Okay. All right. Uh, use promo code GRAPES for up to 50% off. Uh, that includes, I believe, all the items on on their uh, website. I Promo code will work with anything, you know, you, yep. you know, different um, discounts, but... Yeah, do you know if uh, they can double discount? Like, buy one, I think they got buy one, get one on sheets right now. Can they use the grapes to get 50% off their buy one, get one offer? You can only get one offer per item. Okay. But you could do like a dog bed, get a discount off those, okay. and then throw in, you know, a sheet set, get a discount off those. But you right can't, can't use... Promo code only gets you one thing, so... Right on. And whatever just, the grapes promo code gets you, And it's up use to 50%. It. Yeah, because um, something on there is fifty percent off, and a lot of the buy one get ones, it's you know you get half your money. So, yep. but there's you know dog beds, there's you know all kinds of stuff, toppers, pillows, yeah, yeah t- beds. If you're looking for beds, in the market for mattresses, a new bed, get a bed um, in a box delivered to your door. Oh, look at that! And then so so you just cut the box open and just yeah, watch it watch it expand. Really? Ooh, Dude, that'd be interesting. So yeah, I mean if you're uh, if you're interested in some new bedding to uh, stay uh, stay comfortable, you know during the rest of the quarantine days. Um, yeah. I actually just uh, got some sheets okay. the, uh, the other day. The Giza and, Dream sheets. Yes, and the top sheet is my new favorite item. Oh, um, you know, a lot I've, of people I've never are using been, the top sheet these days, yeah, but, you know, I've, I've, never, I've never had a top sheet before. Really? But I used one, and I was like, wait, this is the jam. I think our generation is the ones that have kind of gone away from the top sheet. You yes. know, adding dryer sheets. Yep, because my, pa- my parents, yeah, because yeah. my parents would always use the top yep. sheet, but, you know, kids' bedding never really got it. But, you know, get yourself some geese sheets. You're growing up, huh, Ryan? Yes. You moved off from the kids' bedding. Exactly. I, I moved up from a twin to a full. <laughs> this is big. This is big. Still on the floor? Uh, absolutely. Always on the floor. No box spring, <laughs> just right on the floor, you, who, tucked into yeah, a corner. Once, you know, <laughs> bed frames, mypillow.com. Get one. All right, so uh, after you get yourself some new betting, you can uh, replay this, and we'll hop into the uh, AFC over-unders. <laughs> uh, use promo code GRAPES, MyPillow.com. Uh, yeah. That's the end of this promo. That's, yeah, that's, that is the end. Uh, we're going to start with the AFC North okay. for no reason whatsoever. And if that, that's you, how I wrote them down. If you guys are, aren't familiar with the way it is, Darren gives me a team. I usually take a stab at the Vegas gas. Yeah. Of over under like what the uh, you know eight and a half for the Jets or whatever it is. Yeah, will they um, have more wins or less wins than this number? Yep, and we'll know? just hopefully make it quick. Do a little stab at you know this team's good yeah. because this team's next bad week when we do NFC it'll probably just be that maybe a little bit of Viking news, but we dive a little bit deeper in the NFC. Yep, yep you know just because we're more familiar, those are kind of the teams we're up against. Yeah, it's the teams we're up against, you know. Yep. Uh, so we'll start AFC North. Um, how do you feel I should go from bottom up or should I pick kind of random? You, you pick at random because I'm going to pick at random so you don't, yes. you know, so I want you to try to guess these. And I like, you know, I like to see when you're way off. It makes me laugh. Um, Dick. <laughs> how about the Browns, the Cleveland Browns? I think the Browns are going to be at eight and a half this year. Right on the nose. Ryan coming in hot. Right on the nose. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to go over. Wait, AFC North, they got the Steelers twice. Ravens twice. Ravens twice. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I, and it's eight and a half. Eight and a half. That's a tough one. I'm going to go over. I'm thinking nine and seven team. We are right in line. So I put a record down for what I think every team's going to be before I looked at the over under. Right on. And I so haven't now, seen these over unders. Yeah. So now I got like a good feel for like who I actually might bet on because it's like oh I'm I'm way higher on this team than this team. But nine and seven. Will you. So we're both taking the over, not by a lot. Yeah. Not something I would bet on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and we should we should 
emphasize that. Would you bet on it? Yeah. Or not? I would not bet over under. I feel like the Browns are a good kind of like post hype sleeper. Like last year they were hyped and they didn't work out. Now it's this year new head coach. I mean, like still I believe in Stefanski. That's the thing. Like I like Stefanski in that roster. Like Baker, Chubb, Kareem Hunt, uh, Austin yeah. Hooper, David Njoku, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. Like. Even Harrison Bryant, if they move from Joku, I know he's in some yeah. trade talks. They just got that guy, fourth round pick. But yeah, you know, if you, in that offensive line, they added uh, um, not Andrew Thomas, not Tristan Wirfs, um, Jedrick Wills. Yeah, they, they added Jedrick added Wills. Tackle, they added uh, 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 the right tackle from Jack Tennessee. Conklin. Jack. So, and if Baker Mayfield is the Baker Mayfield that people thought the Baker Mayfield was going to be. That's a really good fucking team. Yeah, and I saw some stuff where uh, Baker Mayfield, like Kirk Cousins, majority of like his best plays come from play action, bootleg. I and mean, what does Stefanski do I, well? Yeah, calls I, a play action, bootleg. And he got, you know, it's same kind of like style. Like he's he's kind of going from Vikings offense to Vikings offense. Just like Brown's probably maybe a little more talented this year than yeah, we are this yeah. year. But like, you know... Quarterback, probably set. Running back, for sure they've got one stud. And they, they probably basically have, two. have two studs, yeah. yeah. Cream Hunt was a fucking monster. Yeah, Beckham Landry, I mean, that's... Our, like, we were arguing back and forth, is Diggs Thielen as good as yeah. Jarvis Landry last year? It's a great set of receivers. Yeah. And then your tight ends are... better. It, offensive line's absolutely better. And then you have Hooper, who's like the Rudolph, and Nujoku, who's more the move guy. Like you said, he's demanding a trade because I think he's a little upset. Well, about Harrison the Hooper Bryant, thing. same yeah. kind of flavor. It's, it should be a really good offense. I do think, like, going from who was there? Uh, it was that, it, that idiot. Kitchens. Kitchens to, like, it's like going from DeFilippo to Savansky. Like, and Baker, honestly, like, with the way he can move, like, he can move a little more than Kirk, too. So, like, a little more freelancing, which might lead to more picks, but, like, also lead to some more big plays. And it's I think like, it's a great offense on paper. Yeah. Defensively, I mean, Miles Garrett, stud. They've got. Uh, the corner they took. Denzel Ward. Yeah, they, I mean, they've got a pretty good group. I'm trying to think of their linebackers. Oh, they, uh, they, also lost Greedy, they also have Greedy, Greedy Williams. Williams. They drafted. Yeah, no, they've got some good yeah. players. It's just, yeah, I mean. I Sheldon think, Richardson. <laughs> yeah, well, the offense should the offense should take off, I think, this year. And the defense, I mean, they just have to be solid. I feel yeah. like if they're like in the 15 range, they're going to go 10-6 and six with mm-hmm. the offense that they have. they got to win nine games. Like, they should win nine with that offense. But – you know why? The, there's one reason they won't. It's because they're the Browns. Yep. They're exactly. the Browns. That's they why you don't bet Browns. on it. You don't bet on the Cleveland Browns. Yep. You know, Baker will probably, you know, get in a fight with another security guard or something. You yep. know, Miles Garrett might, you know, smash somebody over a helmet again. Yeah. So fancy will run the same drag route 17 times in a row like he did against, uh, what was that? Someone did a video on that against the Bears when they played their backups. And he tried like this drag route to Diggs three times and it didn't work any times. It's like, mm. that's where it's like, okay, maybe, maybe Kubiak better. I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, how about the Bengals? The Bengals are probably sitting at six. They are five and a half. Five and a half. Very good guess. Uh, where do you want? Where do you have them pegged? I, I'm going to go under. I I like Joe Burrow. I like Joe Mixon. I kind of like that offense, but I, I don't really trust Zach Taylor. And I think they're going to go zero and six in the division. So I have them also under five and eleven. So just a half yep. game under the under. Uh, I think I'm on the same page as you. Like I like Joe Burrow, AJ Green, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, but I don't like Zach Taylor, and I don't like their offensive line. No, they uh, they did they take an offensive lineman? I know they're getting Jonah Williams. Well, they took Burrow and Higgins, 
So yeah. at best they took a so third getting, round guy. Well, Joe, well, Jonah Williams. is their first round from last year who yeah, missed the entire get, season. But the rest I'm of the line was think, terrible. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's of, not good. I don't think they got. Uh, yeah. It's it's that's their problem. And then their defense. I mean, they're using like the scraps from us: Trey Wayne's, Mac Alexander. Uh, they have Carlos Dunlap. Still. Yeah, it's a kind it's of an just, old Geno Atkins. It's just it's a little older. It's I mean they have Jeremy Bates and it just they were a bad team last year. I think with a rookie quarterback in this division, I mean, you're like you said, you're going up against the Ravens and the Steelers, who are perennial contenders, and then the Browns, who should be pretty good. Yeah. 0-6 in the division, and I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like. If it's you know if they're playing another difficult division, it's not gonna. Yeah. Six wins on a team that was the worst team in the league last year. I don't think you're getting there. No. So we'll both go. No, under. I don't. I don't think they did enough in the off season to. Like you were saying to me before the podcast, apparently they haven't even signed Trey Waynes because they're cheap-ass owners. Like, well, hold on. Let me see what happens here. Let me me make sure there's a season before I give you a signing bonus. Fucking cost us a third-round comp. Bastards. Thanks a lot, Bradford. Uh, (laughs) That's fucked. Bradford cost us a first-round pick and a third-round pick. Yep. And I still feel bad for the guy. Well, I... So much talent. So much talent. Yeah, the uh, like that's the definition of like arm talent right there. If people ask you, so what do you think when you perceive arm talent? Well, just watch Sam Bradford. It's like the definition of just like, just oh, like bad situation, bad luck. Like never got put into a spot where he could like he finally did. It was us. It was that season, the oh nine or the seventeen season where he should have been the quarterback of the next four or five years probably. Like, I remember talking about that, going into that offseason, like, do you extend him? Like, he was pretty good last year. I know we went, like, what did we go, 8-8 eight and eight or 8-7-1 eight, eight, seven, seven, or whatever. Yeah. Like, you can't really trust Teddy's knee, so do you sign Bradford? And thank God Spielman didn't because his knee was also garbage. But, yeah. like, if he stays healthy, he probably goes 12-4, and 13-3. I mean, Keenum did it, and he looked better than Keenum, and he's a franchise quarterback here. Dude got drafted by the Rams, never had a supporting cast, had a gr- one good season in Philly, and they got rid of him because they drafted Carson Wentz. Like, tough break. And they only traded him because we needed a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, like, if, like they were going to move like on if, eventually, but like, they jump started. Yeah, he would have had one more year. To in put Philly. some more like, tape together. And yep. he had a great season with Philly, that, uh, his season yeah, before he came like here. Wasn't it like 19 and 7 or something like that? Yeah. He, he had a pretty good year. So, uh, anyways, the Bengals under, we did Browns over. And how about the Ravens? Ravens are going to sit at 11 and a half. Nailed it. You are on fire. You are 0.5 off total after three games. So 11 and a half, you going over or under? Going over. I think uh, I think Lamar Jackson is legit. I think that defense is really good. And they're going to get Hollywood Brown off. Oh, I was going to say, like year two of Hollywood, like that speed. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, you, I think, is a great pick for them. I know you were, like, we were both really high on Hollywood. Have you followed him at all like throughout no. so like a month ago there was an article on Hollywood so apparently he had like broken bones or something yeah. like that in his foot last year I remember there was problems like with the combine and stuff like he didn't he wasn't fully healthy and all this nonsense never never got fully healthy never he healed. said he was running at like 60% um, and he's still I mean, he's burning so guys. lightly like lightly yeah no and, and he stuff, like. and he's saying that like quarantine was the best thing for him because he actually like got fully healed rested and yeah and so he's running at 100% and him and Lamar are out throwing already. I just think that offense is so good. Like a great offensive line. The, you know, Lamar obviously is so like, the dual threat. And then just like that speed of Hollywood that if you bite on that play action at all, he's past you. And then Mark Andrews, probably top three tight end in the league, top four. Yeah. I um, mean, it's Kittle, Ertz, Kelsey, and him. 
I would say. Yeah. Great defense, great coach. I like. I think coach. I wait more than a lot of people. Like I just think like, like you look at the Steelers next. It's like they shouldn't be good every year, but they are. Yeah. Because I'm like Tomlin. Like I, I think just the, think John Harbaugh's a great coach. The NFL is not like the NBA, where like you know it's NBA just pure Tyron, player driven. Tyron Lue can take the yeah. Cavs to four straight finals, right? Because he has LeBron. You know exactly. Yeah. But like you know, not just anybody can take. Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and win you know thirteen games mm-hmm. here in year out because what Pagano had Andrew Luck and what he was like six and ten and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know if, if Luck ever had a great coach. He probably would have with Frank Reich, not a great uh, but like a good one. His best year was under Arians. Yeah, so Harbaugh, it's like it just seems and, and to be willing to just completely remold your whole offense with that uh, who's it, Greg Roman? Greg, Greg Roman, like to just build a Lamar offense. It was just, I mean. Well, he was, remember, he was also the OC in San with Francisco Kaepernick. with Kaepernick. Yep. So, so, like, but like, but a lot of coaches that would doing, do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then defensively, they had Calais Campbell. And Come on. If I remember correctly, Greg Rowan was the offensive coordinator in Buffalo oh, with really? Tyrod Taylor. So, but he seems to be willing to, like, use mobile quarterbacks and not be like, we're going to make him a pocket passer. Like, you know, like, but that also, like, comes from, like, Jim Harbaugh saying, like, yes. It's okay to do it. Yeah. John like, Harbaugh. Yeah, John Harbaugh. Jim's where the psycho. Where, but yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, like we can do that. Like he literally goes, well, that's different. Do I think it can win me ball games? Yeah. Yes, if it's the right game plan. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's take Lamar. Because remember, they took Hayden Hurst. Yep. And then traded back up to got get Lamar. Lamar and then got Mark Anders in the third. So yeah. like, uh, yeah, I think they got a good defense, good offense. Uh, I have him as 14-2. So I have him two and a half games over the over. Okay, so, were so you this able, is one that I would bet on. Did you go through the schedule when you did your? I didn't go through two? the schedule, but I balanced it so that there's equal wins, equal losses. Okay, yeah. So I didn't look game by game by game. Yeah, but I just. But you didn't go thirteen and seven because yeah, you're not I done. didn't. Yeah, I didn't. All of a sudden, like add, you add up the wins, and I have a hundred more wins and losses, so everyone's over. You oh know, like, yeah. I made sure that. Yep. The math worked out, yep. so I have them as fourteen and two. I have them the best team in the league. I think. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know if I so said I it, but yeah, I'm going over. Um, so we matched every single team so far. Yep. Steelers is next. Where do you have them? Uh, Steelers, Roethlisberger's back. They're going to do, they won, what, eight games last year without Roethlisberger. Nine and a half over under. Nine is the over under. Nine is the over. So nine it's gets a week you the old. push. You never know. It could be different. Nine, nine would be a push. I always hate when they just do like. Do the whole number. number. Yeah. Um. So they think they're. I got. I got to go. I'm going nine, so I'm going to push it. No, I'm going to go over because ten like, and six. Yep. I have them as eleven and five over. So two games over. So I mean, I think about betting on it. Um, yeah, I. I guess is Roethlisberger going to stay healthy for once? But if he does, I feel like that team's. Like I just think they win. I don't yeah. know. They just seem to win every year. I don't know what like they have a good offensive line. They've. Good quarterback, good receivers. Well, we'll just go back to uh, Minka. What, uh, like, he's just, Tomlin's just a good coach because we've used the anecdote before where offensive guys in 06, Childress's first year, listening to Tomlin yeah. and the defensive group going, shit, man. Like, he's a leader. Yeah. You know? There's differences between, like, you know, there's some coaches that are like, like a Sean McVay who's uh, X's and O's, like, I'm going to out scheme you. Tomlin's more of like a, he's not out scheming anything. He's just like, he knows how to like motivate yep. and lead a group of men to like play hard and go out and like believe. Yep. Whereas, yeah, you got uh, it's like, like buy in. Like, if we do yeah. all these things right, we are gonna win 
12 football games yeah, a year. We have Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges as our quarterbacks. We're not giving up, and we're somehow going to, like, they didn't make the playoffs, but they almost did, right? No, they made the playoffs, I thought, at 8, nine, six, and 1. Who did they play? Would have played the 3 seed, or did they just miss the I feel the like they just missed it, because the Bills made it. I don't know, the I'll AFC. Right now. I feel like they were like right in the hunt. But yeah, because what was it? it? Bill- oh, no, Titans ended up making it. Yeah, and went on a little run. Yeah. Titans, Texans, Bills. Yeah, they didn't make it. Yeah, all right. So, yeah. They were 8-8. Eight eight. Okay, they were right there, though. Yeah, they were, which they shouldn't have been. Did had- they start off 0-3? They started off. They started off very bad. 0-3, yep. Oh, and, and then they, they did the, everyone was like, oh, they traded a first for Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, so stupid, your pick's going to be super high. And they ended up going 8-8, eight and eight, and he's really good. And Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, say, all right, say you don't think you're going to be good. And it's, Minka Fitzpatrick, it was his, just his second year, right? I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's second year. Uh, yeah, so it's like, all right, do I feel like any of the guys, all right, they probably still thought, at worst, we're going to win six he's games. He's 23 right now. Yeah, we're going to win, we're going to if we win six games, we're still going to end up between like the eight and fourteen range. Is Minka Fitzpatrick right now better than anybody we're going to get at eight to fourteen? You pull the trigger, and yeah, then I their mean, pick ended up being nineteen overall. Yes, you got a better player for your first round pick than you would have if you stuck there. They, I mean, you'd have been like the fifth pick. It's like you. The thing is, you know he's good. So what is that worth? Because like people take guys at fifth, sixth, seventh. That turned out to be bad. Did, and didn't make a Fitzpatrick go eighth overall, he went eight like, or eleven, he went eight like through eleven. Well. It was like okay, but you know, still, still high first. Yeah, and he's proven worth it. Yeah. So I mean, I have no, I have no problem with that trade. Now, if now, you were hoping they, to be like the first pick and second pick or whatever, and like you were going to draft the heir apparent to Ben Roethlisberger, but the problem is, I think Tomlin's like, dude, I'm going to win six, seven games. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just. I'm gonna not do it. going to finish worse than the Bengals, so I'm not going to get the best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, I should probably use it on a different asset. So yeah, he was the 11th pick, but yeah, it's like unless they missed out on a quarterback because of it, it was a good trade. I mean, they got a, a surefire first round value. And as at of 23 now, years at, old, as of now, the quarterback they would have been able to get at 18 would have been Jordan Love. The other yeah. three were gone. Who's trash? Yes. So they missed out on a trash player. Yep. And they got Minka. I would trade Minka. Player. I would trade Minka for Minka in a second, I'd give up Jordan Love. Like if you had your choice of these two players, I don't know what to tell you. I mean yep. Jordan Love could be it. I know Minka Fitzpatrick is good. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure the upside of a quarterback's great. And he I mean, I don't know. Him deep fucking TJ Watt up front. Yeah. It's they've be scary got, for they've got some years. good players right there. So uh yeah, I have him over. Uh so I think we both had it. Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Bengals. Yeah, you've got a little closer Steelers Browns battle. I feel like that. Yeah, I, had. I said not, like ten and ten six, and six, nine and, and seven. seven. I had yeah. eleven and five. So, um, and we'll go through. I have my division winners and then the wild cards because there's a third wild card now. So it's oh, that's right. It's a interesting. Um, we'll move to the AFC West. We'll start with the Broncos. Broncos over under is seven and a half. It is seven and a half. Okay. Uh, Fun team. Very fun team. Drew Locke, exciting. And then, like, to just go add Judy and Hamler. Like, you already had Cortland Sutton, and you're like, you know what? Let's just add, like, the craziest route runner, Jerry Judy, and then a burner in KJ Hamler. And you have Noah Font. Yeah. Who like, was a first-round pick last year. Add game. Melvin Gordon. Oh, wait. Did yep, Melvin yeah, Gordon. Melvin Gordon to, to a Philip Lindsay. And Philip Lindsay. And that offense is pretty loaded. 
It's and got a pretty good offensive line. They took Reisner last year. He's been good. Yeah, didn't they take a... Didn't they end up with a pretty decent tackle? I think they took, like, Sadiq Charles in the third. Oh, really? Yeah. And then defensively, I mean, they're not... They traded they... a six-round pick for Jarrell Casey. They have, uh, still have Von Miller. Von Miller, they still have, Bradley uh, Chubb. Yeah, Chubb. Um, they that, lost uh, their corner, though, Chris, Chris Harris. Harris. They've got uh, that Alexander Johnson, that middle linebacker. Pretty um, good. Was, yeah, he... I think was the only linebacker to grade out better than Eric Kendricks last year. Oh, wow. And then yeah. they had the safety who graded out right up there with Harris. Yeah, as Justin the top Simmons. Two. Yeah. And uh, they have Kareem Jackson playing back there. They've got Bradley. That's a fun team. Like, I. They're kind of a hyped team. Yeah. It's, so. Like, I'm almost hoping that, like, they're minus 110 under, plus 110 over, yeah, just so I, feel I like can justify not. betting the over. I feel like it's the other way because of the. the the betting public is like, this game's fun. Yeah. And it really rests on Drew Locke. Like, is Drew Locke good or bad? Like, if he falls on his face in year two, well, this team's going to go... Six and ten again. Yeah. Or whatever. yeah. They're not going to leap up over seven and a half. And then, like, Vic Fangio, you think he's more of, like, a Wade Phillips, like a great D coordinator, not a real head coach? Or is he a good head coach? And like that, well, they lost and like, a lot of close games last year. Yeah, and like that would be that's fine if you do the Zimmer where you just entrust the And just hand court. it to him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is that is that where Pat Shermer is? Yeah, Shermer did go to Denver. I thought he did. Is he their OC though? Yeah, I think he's their OC because they fired Scangrello, Scangrello, or whatever his face is. Let me double check. I, yeah, he is their yep. OC. So oh, I like that. I like that a, nice a lot. Fit. That's that's gonna be interesting. It's a fun yeah, team. I think, I'm, I'm almost like I'm tempted to kind of root for him a little bit. I kind of like that team. Yeah, me too. I was just gonna say I think I'm gonna pull the over on it. Just like. Yeah, fun. I so far we're we've been on the same on every single one so far, so you know not an exciting okay. argument. But yes. I'm nine and seven with them, so that's a game and a half over. Yep. I it's kind of like, do you think Drew Locke can be decent? Yeah, and I think he can. Yeah, I mean he went four and one the last five games with a bad offense. So and I, now you got more more toys, and they drafted uh, Albert O. Oh, the, the tight guy end from Missouri, really fast tight end. Yeah, it's kind and of he played with Locke. Oh, so you got some okay. chemistry there. You know, you got. Two got two fast tight ends. They got a lot of weapons. It's kind of cool because it's like Vic Fangio's just like I'll just work with what I got. Draft a bunch of offensive guys, which yeah. we've talked about as an idea for like Zimmer to be like, I'll figure it out. Yep. Instead, he's like, give me a bunch of corners and high draft picks. Yeah. No. I uh, and like Broncos are like you know a fun Madden team where it's like yeah, yeah. I just I just want to go throw the ball around or whatever like. Uh-huh. The Broncos though, if they had a NBA season pass or whatever, NFL Sunday ticket. Yeah. Like, you They're, turn them on a lot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to say, the one thing is that they lost a lot of close games last year. Because remember, I was, I was at the Vikings-Broncos game, and we were losing like... Wasn't it 28? It was like... We were down by like three touchdowns, four touchdowns. Nothing right it was away? one of our best comebacks ever. Wait, wasn't it 24 to nothing? I think it was 24 to nothing, yeah. And they were like, no, we're going to lose still. Watch. Vic Fangio's going to lose this for us. Like, they had no faith in him. Like... I guess almost every game they lost, it was a blown lead or like it wasn't very good. Okay. So, but that was his first year, right? Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, both have over on that. Let's jump to the Chiefs. And well, they had what Allen? Well, well, who was their quarterback? Uh, Brandon Allen. Yeah. Jeez. What? Well, what they went up twenty-four nothing in the first quarter and a half or something like that. So we had two and a mm-hmm. half quarters to come back. Yeah. We twenty-four-seven at halftime. halftime. We were we had zero points. Oh, I believe. Yeah, we were shut out the first. Oh time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was bad. I yeah. wanted to turn the game off. It I was bad, that. and then it was amazing. And then it came down to the like 
they had like three shots at the end zone and it was just, it was tense because they got the ball with like seven minutes to go because Rudolph had his touchdown, take the lead. And it's like, okay, even if they go score, we'll have a shot. But they drained, they got like multiple fourth downs and drained the whole clock. And it's like, this is it. It comes down to this. Did they do uh, like with two minutes left? Wasn't it like a read option on fourth yeah. and three or something yeah, and like he that like, to get the first? It, there was on multiple like fourths. Yard. It yeah. was horrible. But and then the very last Jaylen play, they throw that little fade to Font and Font clearly Jaylen pushes Pierce. off, but like hits him in the hands, but he wasn't like, I feel like he didn't have his head turned all the way because he was too busy like hand fighting yeah. with Curse. And then Curse celebrates like he made the greatest play in history, even though it was like, yeah, hit him in the well, hands. Yeah, and his hands on him. Yeah. <laughs> He's got him distracted. That was well, a fun did, game. Didn't Kersley have his arm around his hip or something too? Yeah, it was it was, was tic tac tic tac. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that was great. That was good. Kurs had a few good plays down the stretcher. That's when people were like, Kurs should be a starter. That's right, because Harris was hurt that. Yeah, both I think someone got hurt later in that game too. I think Harris got hurt later. I think Harris and Smith. Yeah, start, so it was like Sendejo and Kurs at the end. Yep. Scary. Uh, anyways, Fun Chiefs. Team. Chiefs. Uh, they're probably eleven and a half. Nailed it. I'm going over. Have you heard of Patrick Mahomes? He's I went under. Oh. I'm not really sure why, but I have 11 and 5, which is a good record, but that's a half game under. Wouldn't bet it. Feel like maybe I'm just hating on their defense a little. Could maybe be. Mahomes gets hurt. Again. Happened last year. Okay, uh, I'm going over. Not much to talk about with this team. What'd they take in the first round? Uh, running back, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So that'll be and fun. And that's the guy Patrick Mahomes at, was. They asked Mahomes who they wanted, and he's like, I want Clyde. And like, cool, that's who we're taking anyways. We weren't like, Pat, you knew, know that running backs don't matter, right? You do know they have no effect on the game at all. And he's like, no, dude, I can use him. Yeah, he's like, I'll find a way. Uh, I feel like not a lot of talk about the Chiefs, so. No, they got good, fast players on offense. Super Bowl champs. Yeah. They didn't change a ton. Like, I don't feel like a lot of loss or gain. They gained a running back. and. Chris Jones just has to sign his franchise yeah. day, which is probably inevitable. But yeah, they like to act like it's they're not going to sign it and they're going to fight. It's like you're an idiot. He's so. like he said some tweet about like Le'Veon Bell showed me. It's like dude, Le'Veon Bell fucking lost a shit ton of money with his stupid thing, and now he's like bad. Yeah, like I feel like like him and Vincent Jackson, like Vincent Jackson also did that. I feel like it took like forever for them to like regain their like. Well, they also both went ended up going to bad teams. Yeah. Like, didn't, Vincent Jackson go to a bad team. Went to Tampa team. with no quarterback and Yeah, was, after we tried to trade for him. Yeah. Or wanted to trade Basically for him. Basically that douche GM of the Chargers like refused to like deal yeah. him, even though so then he got nothing for him. So we traded for Randy Moss. Yep. And then Oops. uh who yeah, Le'Veon, I mean going to the Jets, man. He was like elite elite. Like it was like Le'Veon Bell, probably the best friend of the league. And then like last year it's like, oh it's Le'Veon Bell. Like it like before it was McCaffrey, it was Le'Veon Bell, if you guys don't remember. Yeah, Like, exactly. Le'Veon was doing yep. what McCaffrey was doing. Yep. Maybe not, like... Maybe not 100 catches, but, like, 70. Eight, I think he had, like, yeah. 85 one and year. super patient running. Like, it was just everything was ran through Bell. Yep. Now, and now he went to a team with a bad coach and bad offensive line, and he everyone's, yeah. like, laughing Which is him. why Bell wanted a bunch of money, because he's like, I'm basically a receiver and a running back. Like, pay me. And they were like, nah, we got James Conner. Yeah. Uh, how about the Raiders? The John Gruden, grinding Gruden Raiders. They just added rugs. They had some pieces on defense. New Vegas hype. I'm going to go over under seven and a half. Right on the nose. You are on fire with these. A little this talk they might sign Clowney. Sounds like Gruden wants them. Yeah, I don't Mayox blame Mayox being them. cheap. Um, I, I'm, going, I'm going under on the Raiders. I don't like Derek Carr, man. I went six and ten under. Uh, yeah, I don't like Derek Carr. I actually don't. 
I didn't like their draft as much. Like I, I like Rugs is fine, but like you could have got Lamb or Judy, and you went for the speed. I feel like that sometimes backfires. Yeah, I feel like I feel like you go Judy there. I'm a lot more comfortable with that offense. I feel like you went with the Rugs. To me, looks like like he's like a Will Fuller. He's like he's a complimentary piece, a really good complimentary piece. But why not take like the the chance to have the number one guy and yeah. like. I don't know. Their team doesn't seem that great. Yeah, like, you're kind of hoping you're drafting rugs to get Tyree Hill, Deshaun Jackson. When I agree, you're more more or less getting Will Fuller to compliment Tyrell Williams. Yeah. And is probably not the right way. I know they drafted, like, three receivers, though. Yeah, they drafted the Byron, Brian Edwards. Yeah. Bone Jr., who's running back receiver. Yeah. I, so, like, the, like there, it could be guys, fun. But... And I, I seriously think, like, betting-wise, it's all it all depends on how you feel about Derek Carr. Yeah. I, mean, I just feel like if a Vikings play them, it's like, okay, Darren Waller, Henry Ruggs, I'm not worried about the rest of it. Your defense has who? Corey Littleton you signed. Yeah. Marcus um, Joyner. You got the safety from last year, Abram, who was hurt. I don't know, didn't they uh, sign Crosby. a corner? Oh, they tried to sign Byron Jones, but they yeah. didn't. I mean, it's just it's there's no like a big playmaker, so it's just it just it, they're still they a, ju- a year away. I feel like yeah, they're still like, a year away. And, and I don't think Cleveland Farrell is he good or yeah. not? I know they got Max Crosby also, yeah, but like might be better than Cleveland Farrell. Yeah. It, it just seems like uh, you're away, and like I don't think Rudin has found his quarterback. I don't think he wants Derek Carr long term. Yeah. So so just mentioned Cleveland Farrell. Imagine if they would have went Josh Allen and Max Cosby, defenseman Josh Allen, yeah, who was a Pro Bowler last year. I was believe. he really? Yeah. Oh. Um, who was like locked like, to them in every single? Yeah, I think month. he had like nine and a half sacks or something like that. Um, so we're both under on the Raiders. Yeah, they just seem like an under team. I yep. don't know. Uh, Chargers. Chargers over under new quarterback eight seven and a half. You know what's That's interesting? That's where I was going. All three teams besides the Chiefs, seven and a half. We Which both, makes sense. I feel like they're all very. It's like, and it, it kind of is like Derek Carr, Drew Locke, Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. So I went under because of the quarterback situation. Yeah, but you're not big on Herbert. I'm but, not big but, on Herbert, and I just feel like I also I'm not big on their coach. I feel like their their the rest of their roster is pretty good, yeah. and then they just. Ignored their quarterback spot. Now, obviously, they took Herbert. But, like, if that team had signed Cam Newton, I would have been like, mm, I could see eight wins. Yeah. You know? Instead, they... They, add, they did add Brian Bulaga to a bad offense. They added line. the guard. Trey, Trey, Trey Turner. Turner. They have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. Uh, mm. I mean, Eckler's fine as a running back. I would, probably would have liked another guy. They just kind of have Eckler now, which is yeah. interesting. Defensively, though, they're sweet. Derwin James and... Bosa. Yeah. Ingram. Uh, we got a yeah. bunch of guys. They added Limbaugh to clog the middle. Oh, uh, they, Harris, they added Chris, Chris Harris, Harris to uh, Desmond King, Casey Hayward. It's a great secondary. And then, you, yeah, like you have Bolsa and Ingram. So And their other safety is pretty good, too. Oh, they drafted Adderley. Yeah, last year, year yeah. Uh, who'd they take? So they took Herbert, and who was the other pick this year? Kenneth Murray. Oh, in the first round, traded up for him. Yep. So we weren't big on him, but a first-round linebacker to add to that group. Overall, pretty good roster. Yep. Now, do you believe Tyrod can win some games, or do you believe Herbert can step in? I don't. So six and ten, seven and a half. I'm going. I'm going under as well. Rookie quarterback. Yeah. So you went under Raiders, under Chargers, over Broncos, over Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. So the only thing we've disagreed on this whole time is the Chiefs, Perfect. and I'm not sure why I put eleven and five. 
Because you needed the math to work out. I needed the math. I took a couple wins away. I was like, eh, Super Bowl letdown, you know? Yep. They'll stumble out of the gate. It's that first, uh, first place schedule. So we'll jump to the south. Yeah, let's take a break real quick. All right. Take Before a little break. Jump to the south. All right. Uh, we'll jump into the AFC South now. Yeah, after another Ryan bathroom break. He's yep. got a weak bladder. Yeah, it's, hey, like I said, 35 seconds and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're the AFC South. We'll start with the Colts. Andrew Luck quit on the team last year. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Just Andrew Luck gone. It really is. It's just like. Because, like, he top five quarterback in the league and just he's like yeah. i'm 30 years old and my back's broken i'm done see ya so colts i think they're at they added philip rivers i wouldn't tell if they're at eight and a half eight and a half right on the nose and yeah. i'm hammering the under on that because not only did they add philip rivers but they added philip rivers that's the thing philip rivers not good last year uh i have them under also but i have them eight and eight yeah i think eight seven and nine eight and eight i think i could see the bottom falling out though like, yeah, uh, I could see it being the uh, Brett Favre finally. I was kind of just deal. gonna say that, like, instead of the Brett Favre fun year, it's just purely the Brett Favre better, or like even like a Donovan McNabb year, like oh. where it's like, oh, we got Donovan McNabb, even like us or the Redskins, like no one really got good Donovan McNabb. We all got like washed up. Like Rivers seems like he just doesn't have it anymore. So yeah, I I can see them also pulling the Chargers and starting off four and seven and then finishing four and one, going eight and eight, and going, oh man, we just missed it. Bring him back for another year. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the the upside, if you're looking for like best case, like he's got the best offensive line he's ever had, probably. Like finally a good offensive line. You do have what do they have? Ty and uh, Michael, Michael Pittman. Pittman. Uh, and that Zach Pascal showed something as a slot receiver. Yeah, last and their tight ends. Don't they have Doyle? I Doyle. Mean, he's solid. Uh, yep. Running backs are. Uh, Jonathan Hines, Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, so, Marlon Mack. It's so they've young. Got, they've got some, some talent. They've got a slew defense, of defense. It's not really scaring anybody. No, but I think they're kind of. I think they were like sneaky, like decent last yeah. year. I think they're I mean, like Darius 15. Leonard. They're they're well coached. I feel like I like Frank Reich. That's kind of why I just put them in the eight eight range, but under. They've got Xavier Rhodes, so you know number one cornerbacks locked down. You know Rhodes close in Indy. That actually makes me think worse about them. Uh, yeah, I. That's a team that I feel like has a large spectrum of outcomes. Like you look at like a team like the Chiefs, like they're going to make the playoffs and they're going to be a team to like play. And then you look at, or even like a team like the Raiders, Chargers, or Broncos, like they're all going to finish between six and ten and and nine and seven. Like they're all going to be right there. I feel like the Colts. They're like, not going to be terrible, but they're not going to be great. Well, the Colts easily I could see going from either like four and twelve to twelve and four. Range, yeah, where like Rivers, you know, Maybe makes he, something of the best offensive yeah. line and some decent running backs. And has a connection with his receivers. And, and, and like the Frank Reich like gets it, the best out of him. And maybe it, it is it's like the Favre. Doors, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's the good Favre here and they go 12 and 4. Or I could see Philip Rivers falling flat on his face and they go 3 and 13. Or I can see Philip Rivers being Philip Rivers and starting out <laughs> 4 and 7 and finishing 4 and 1 I mean, and ending up 8 it's, and 8. It's crazy. Like when they played us, he was so bad. He was just launching the ball into like. like Hunter it Henry in the middle horrible. of the field. And it wasn't launching, it was shot putting. It, yeah, it was <laughs> like, dude, this guy hadn't even throw. But then they crushed the Packers. Yeah. Like, it's super weird. So, Which uh, was the only good thing about our loss in Kansas City is because we got to immediately watch the Chargers kick the shit out of the Packers. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> uh, we'll go to the Texans. Okay. Um, eight and a half again. Seven and a half. Ooh. So, so that would mean, do you feel, I guess... I mean, well, I just said eight and a half because I thought, you know, Vegas just really likes the Texans, the Deshaun Watson love. But 
Uh, how do I think about Deshaun Watson? I, I mean, I love Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I love him too. I, they I'm going Hopkins, over because I think Deshaun Watson is good can enough. Get you eight wins. So I went under six and ten. <laughs> smart. That's I took, very smart. <laughs> this is kind of my team where I feel like the bottom falls out. Bill O'Brien gets fired. I just feel like everyone on that team hates him and like hates the whole organization. Like, I don't know. That's you trade that... DeAndre Hopkins. Like, it feels like chilly 2010. Like. All of a sudden, it's just like problem after problem. I mean, I, I, I they got the pieces of two go eleven and five, they, ten and they six. Could, yeah. yeah, they could literally be like a twelve and fourteen. Like they have good players. I mean, I know Brandon Cooks is Brandon Cooks, but you have Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, and Deshaun Watson. I don't even care what else you have. Like that's fine. And they got but they Randall have a Cobb. bad offensive line. Yeah, Randall Cobb. Yeah, they have Larry Tunsil, and that's well, it. they got Tunsil. Titus, Titus yeah. Howard showed something. For yeah, who they draft this year? They traded their pick for Cooks? No, he was a second round pick. No, oh, wait. he was second. Did they trade their pick for someone else, though? Oh, they traded their pick for Tunsil. Okay. so They have yeah. no first round picks for like four years. Or three years. Oh, really? This they're, year, like the, year. they're like the Rams? Yeah, I think so. Or it's just this year and next yeah. year for Tunsil. I mean, defensively, obviously, you still have J.J. Watt. I, I just like Whitney that besides J.J. Watt, though. and like They've got a couple decent guys, but I mean... <laughs> This is another team where I feel a large spectrum. And I feel like it's mostly Deshaun Watson. Like, can he carry them to eight, nine, ten yeah. wins? Or, I mean, if he gets hurt, that it's a two-win team. If Question, if you're Deshaun Watson and Bill O'Brien's still um, leading the team next year, do you sign a contract extension to keep playing in Houston, Texas with Bill O'Brien? I, I, I feel like I wouldn't. I, they're feel probably like, I, feel like, I feel like I would go to the Demand a trade. I would, I would tell him, I'd be like, I am... More than happy to stay in Houston for 10 years, but I will not play any more seasons under Bill O'Brien. Can we get Deshaun Watson? Yes, we can. I would trade three first-round picks for Deshaun Watson. If Kirk didn't have a no-trade clause, what do you think it would take for Bill O'Brien to just do it because he's an idiot? Like, be like, oh, Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. I feel like Kirk Cousins in a first and two seconds gets you Deshaun Watson. I feel like Kirk in a second. Just because Bill O'Brien is like doesn't know how to value no, people. No, because I feel like he, he he's like this idiot in just your fantasy league that doesn't know what he's doing. It's, I no, see, I feel like he doesn't want to get made fun of, so he would have to get a little more than he got from Hopkins. No, he he still thinks he nailed that Hopkins trade. He's <laughs> like, I got David Johnson. Did you not see him two years I ago? Needed a second round pick. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I freaking nailed it. I then I just got Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks to fill in his production. Like I'm basically Billy Bean over here. Yeah, it's it's all about. How can I replace the numbers, not the talent? Yeah, it's not about Hopkins. It's about the numbers that Hopkins put up. Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, done. Numbers, Plus, David Johnson's going to catch 60 balls out of the yeah, backfield. Numbers never lie. If those guys get 150 receptions, they are better than Hopkins combined. It's a pretty fun offense. Yeah, I mean, but do you trust Bill O'Brien? I do not. You know the thing, though? I don't, but he does continually make the playoffs. Because it's a bad division. Did you see DeAndre Hopkins? That's true. Bad division. See, that that is very true. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins wrote... I think it was about Patrick Mahomes, and it was some weird tweet. I forgot how it went. I don't know if you remember, but it was definitely like there's 24 reasons to like re- to be happy about his contract and zero. Re- Basically, he used 24 and zero in the tweet, which is a clear shot of the fact that like they blew, they a, blew a 24-0 lead. Yep. And you know he's probably like, see ya. I'm out of this fucking situation. Yeah, and then he gets to go play with Kyler, so that should be bad. Yeah. 
Uh, so Texans, you are under or over? You went over. I went over. You went over, which is eight wins. Yeah. Which I could easily see happening. Yeah. I I picked them as a team where the bottom falls out, so I put them at six and ten. Uh, let's go Titans. Titans are gonna be a nine and a half win team. Eight and a half. Eight Same and as half. the Colts. Okay. Feel I, like it's a little of the. Uh, is Tannehill more of Keenum, and it was a one-year thing, and the bottoms will fall out, or is it? I don't know. Yeah. Who was the quarterback that came out of nowhere that it's actually stayed good? Kurt Tom Warner. Tom Brady was young though. Like Tannehill played like Kurt, four yeah, years. Kurt, Kurt yeah. Warner. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I guess Drew Brees would be one of them too. But we're not talking about quarterbacks right now. I'm talking um, about the Titans. The Titans of Tennessee. Like the Titans are like a fun team to me, but like I'm just trying to think about do I trust Tannehill to do it over again? I know. And I think what? I think I'm going to go over. I went I over as well. Think they're like a ten and six team. I think they they run. They, they like to run the ball. Mm-hmm. They like to play defense. I feel, I feel like, like in, in that division. Oh my! I've literally just said in that division, like being like the the smart steady team will get you to like win. Like why is that division always? It just seems like ever since Peyton Manning left, it there's never been a dominant team. It's just like a four. Like the Colts, teams. Well, like, the Colts had their chance, and then and luck, like it, luck got hurt, and then retired. and he never like I don't feel like he ever like just completely dominated that division. I feel like the Texans won it a few times. Oh the, yeah, the Jags like, won it a year. Yeah, like, it's not like he won four in a row. Yeah, he wasn't Aaron Rodgers like just winning title, you know, division title after division title. Yep. It seemed like for someone that everyone considered like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he wasn't like that dominant. Um, yeah. It's, it's just a weird division. It seems like there's never like a complete garbage team, but there's they're always never a good team either. So, so I put ten and six for the Titans as well. So just sticking with the Titans real quick. So running backs, you know, they their longevity isn't very good. Derrick Henry, different specimen of running back. He's entering his fourth, fifth uh, year, fifth year. I feel like fifth year. Fifth yeah. year because he's on a franchise tag. Okay. Um. So he's on his fifth year. How many more like dominant? Twenty six. Se- How many more dominant seasons? Two. Two. Yeah, I'll say this year and next year. This year and next year. I mean, I might even say just one. Like, I do think he's primed to have another good year this year. Yeah, and I think uh, Vrabel is. Him and Frank Reich are definitely the two best coaches. I think in that league. Like, I think Vrabel's yeah. a good coach. So yeah, I like I like Mike Vrabel. I think he uh, he's I'm trying to think any other Patriot. Well, maybe Flores in Miami. I'm not writing him off yet, but like, but I think I think Vrabel is probably the best Belichick candidate, like coaching tree guy. Yeah, so far. I mean, I know Bill O'Brien's been around longer, but like, even Somehow if Bill even O'Brien if, seems like he sucks. <laughs> even if even if it was hiring Bill O'Brien out of Penn State or hiring Vrabel out of uh, Houston defensive coordinator. And I knew nothing about either of them. I'm probably taking Vrabel before I take Bill O'Brien because, yeah. like, seeing O'Brien at Penn State, I didn't think much of no. him. And oh, I like Vrabel. So uh, you say like over like a ten and six team? Yeah. So that's a, over by one and a half. So maybe yeah. you'd bet on it. Uh, last team is the Jaguars. Six and a half. I'm going under. <laughs> They're over under is five. <gasps> uh, I think. Uh, let me look. It is the lowest in the AFC. <coughs> it is the lowest in the entire league. I went under as well. I got him at three and thirteen. I would bet on that. Uh, how are they going to be anything but a garbage team? I mean, Gardner Minshew, that's cute. You're not good. Like you're fine. Like you're, you just seem like you you 
made a few plays. Uh, their coach is who? Is it still Doug Marone? Yep. They didn't fire him. Nope. Why? I don't know. Who did they draft? Fournette's broken down. Um, their receivers are like, they're whatever, like DJ Chark and DD. Like, they're okay. They're not amazing. They Defense is falling Clavon, apart. Chason, and who was picked 10th overall? What cornerback did they get? Uh, was it C.J. Henderson? Yeah, C.J. Yeah. Henderson. They took and... LaVisca Chenault in the second. Yeah, so Henderson, Chason, it's, which is, I don't mind them, but they're, I don't think day one they're going to be, like, you're, that's a young defense line. You've got two rookies. You have no other good players. As I mean, much as I like C.J. Henderson, you probably should have taken Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb. Yeah, I mean, it would have been a lot more interesting on their offense. But, I mean, that's... I feel like they're they're totally rebuilding. Like I feel like yeah. they know they're not going to be good. You traded away Clayus Campbell, right? Was yeah. He on their team, yeah. He's no, gone. he's in Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, oh. Jalen Ramsey was gone. Um, I mean, Boye's they, gone. He's Boye's in Denver. gone. Yeah. Oh boy, another good player for Denver. Uh, so they have like nobody. Who do they have that's left from that good defense? The linebackers from the good defense. No, not not even not even the linebackers. Because they lost one Tillman retired, Smith. right? Yeah, Tillman Smith retired, and then he had a bunch of cops at his house. Um, <laughs> Miles, Miles Jack. Jack, but he's not even like what he was like mm-hmm. two years ago. So that defense sucks. The offense sucks. The coach sucks. The organization sucks. I don't mind the owner. No, and that's why the consensus number one overall pick, I would say, huh? So under three wins. I hope Trevor Lawrence enjoys the humidity. <laughs> Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> your Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so I have Titans repeating as division champs. Yep. Then the Colts, then the Texans, and the Jags. You I probably got... have Texans and Colts. Yeah. Okay. We'll go to the AFC East to wrap it up. Uh, let's start with the Dolphins. Start with the Dolphins. They're going to be over under six and a half. And six. I'm going six. Six is the over. Go over. I think that's a seven and nine team, especially, you know, and it doesn't even matter if Tua comes or not because I think I don't know. For whatever reason, Fitzpatrick can do what he does. And... Fitzpatrick finds a way to win some games. Yeah. I went three and thirteen. They're way under garbage. Oh. Garbage squad. Uh, they're rebuilding again. Fitz magic is done. He's too old. Oh. Uh, Tua can't play. He's that, too hurt. That, that that beard does nothing for you. No, I mean it did yeah, for you. Don't, the you magic don't... is gone. Who's he throwing to? Devontae Parker. Dude, you do not trust Jordan Howard and Matt Breida to carry that team. No, bad running backs. You don't trust one uh, receiver. Big Dick Jusecki. Big Dick Jusecki. No, I. Bad tight end, bad uh, Devontae Parker, Albert Wilson. No, it's the same dudes as last year. Yeah, what did they the do other, to improve their the team? Besides two, well, they had three first round picks. Man, they took a. Did they take Cesar Ruiz? No, that was the Saints. Saints yeah. No, they took. Hold on, hold on. I know this. They took Tua. They took uh, the tackle from USC, and they took. Um, the tackle from UFC, player. Austin Jackson. Yeah. See, he's not ready either. He's 20 years old. Yeah, and who was? Did they, they take another Noah bad I player? Know. No, they took another bad player. So they had a bad good. draft. Oh, uh, Noah I. Oh, okay. So no, the Auburn corner. Yeah. Which whatever, but I don't feel like that's a big impact. I I just feel like it's another rebuilding season. I don't see how they're getting six and a half. Six. Six. You you did over. You said they're going to be a seven win team with that roster. That's the thing. That's a bad roster. That's a bad roster. Because they won, what, five games last year with the worst roster? Yeah, I mean, that's true. But that was luck, pure luck. I feel like with coaching... You're going to knock the no, plug No, no, right no, I out. felt it on the, <laughs> I feel like with coaching... Flores. And potential Tua, they can win two more games. I just think rookie quarterback, he ain't going to come in with that supporting cast and do anything. That's my thought. Right on. 
So and that's why we're we're gonna maybe I mean that's maybe a friendly bet on that one. It might be have to see who wears. We don't know yet. We'll figure that one out. Yeah, it'll be a fun jersey. Always is. Dolphins player. Dolphins Tua. Yeah, but like, where would you wear that? That's a fun jersey. You gotta find like some shitty Dolphins player that like you know beat someone or hurt somebody or you know stole something. A Miami Dolphins tonsil jersey. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. What a waste of money that was. Uh, All right. How about the New York Jets? Oh God, that's that's gotta be five and a half. Six and a half. The oh, that's under all the way. I feel like them and the Jags might be. Two of the worst teams in the NFL. So I the got Jets them, are getting top five pick again next year. I have them a six and ten under. Uh, I guess I mean the difference between the Jags and the Jets is one has Gardner Minshew and I feel like he's not the future, and one has Sam Darnold and I think he could be. You know, like. But other than that, the, the fact that they have maybe a quarterback, they don't have anything else. Yeah, the Jets they drafted Mikai Becton, Denzel Mims, and added Breshad Perryman. Yeah, that's. Not I don't know, time. man. That's like, like generic some, receivers. Some guy, I think it was, I, I forget who it was. He was doing a thread on Darnold, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, Darnold makes some plays, but I don't think he's very good. That it's hard to say though, because that is such a bad offensive line or receivers. Like he has nothing. Like I mean, you added Mims and Mish Perriman, and that's supposed to be an improvement. Those guys are just like random receivers. I mean, unless Mims like becomes really good, but like Perriman's just a guy. Like he's fine. He's like a third. I feel like guy. they both just run straight. Yeah, and then Robbie Anderson and that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. You and you lost Robbie Anderson, so you didn't like really improve. You just yeah. laterally moved from like one fast guy to another fast guy. You have Le'Veon Bell. You have a defense that Jamal Adams wants to trade. It feels like another team that's just like the wheels are coming off. Adam Gase. Adam, fire him. I He's th- a bad coach. I read that they were trying to hire Matt Rule last year. When they when he turned them down, they were like, oh, I guess we'll hire Adam Gase. Good consolation prize, yeah. Adam Gase. So we're both under on the Jets. Yeah, I will never bet on an Adam Gase team. No, to win? Anything. Oh, I bet against him. Yeah. I got no fear betting against Adam yeah, Gase. Yeah, but I will never bet on yeah. an Adam Gase team. Uh, Patriots. Cam Newton. Is this with this the Cam This is post-Cam. Okay. Post cam nine and a half. Eight and a half. Over. I went over. I went nine and seven. I just feel like the Patriots roster is not good. But you it got Belichick. Is. It never is. Nah, it's I mean, I guess their defense is still really good, even though I don't like I mean it's Gilmore and it's like the McCourty, Jackson, the McCourty, McCourty twins, twins and like it's like a bunch of fucking no namers and they're like one of the best defenses in the league. And then offensively, I don't know. You got Nikhil Harry and Muhammad Sanu just like dragging their Julie slow bodies Newman. across the field. But um, Cam Newton. Didn't they get a tight end? Probably not. Two tight ends. They drafted two in the third round. Which uh, ones? Devin something and Dalton Keene. Who knows? It's Belichick. I would have rather taken Irv Smith Jr. in the second round two years ago. <laughs> it's too bad for you. Uh, so where do you got them? You went over? Over yeah, half. over. I, I think that's a 10-11-1 team. God, dude. What if Bill it was Bell- Stidham? What if it was Stidham? Where do you put him? Like, what if Cam Newton's body's broken down and he just isn't good? Seven wins? Yeah, they're still going to win at least seven games. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I, I, changed, I think with Cam Newton, I changed by one game. I went from 8-8 eight eight to 9-7. Uh, last team, the Bills. Nine. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Yeah. Going over... Oh, you're riding that Bills train, huh? No. I went under. I, f- I feel like if I'm going over with the Patriots, I should go under with the Bills, though. Because I don't think there's two 10-1 teams in that 
division. Yeah, I have no 10 win teams in that division. I feel like it's a bad division. It is. And that's why like, I feel like the Bears or the Patriots are going to win 10 teams. If the I Bears? Just took, or the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Or the Patriots. Someone's going to win 10 because they beat up on like, the Jets and the Dolphins. And the, I think which I'm going to go over. I, you know, I bet I wouldn't doubt if they're both 10 and 6. And then a tiebreaker wins it. Yeah. So I did, I did under for the Bills. I just don't like Josh Allen. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. Nope. I think he's super erratic, and yeah, he makes the occasional play, but... See, I think they won 10 games sweet, last year, but... and I think Diggs adds a little something, so I think I feel like without they... losing anything, really, it didn't seem like, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I feel like they're just a lateral team. I think adding Diggs is obviously a huge plus for them. Yeah, huge But plus. I don't think he's Josh sweet. Allen can utilize Diggs the way Kirk Cousins, yeah. Case Keenum, Sam Bradford mm-hmm. had It'll be interesting. Diggs. I wonder if they do like a lot of even just... I know he's a really good deep threat, but... Even just like get the ball in his hand short because like they have nobody. Yeah, just you know, that can make a play. Line, bubble screen, drag her out, just like get him the ball, all that stuff. And yeah, I wouldn't doubt that at all because it's like yo, literally the best player on your offense, just get get the man the ball in open space. I just feel like they uh, overachieved last year, so I think they're gonna underachieve this year. Like I feel like they're a little hyped because of the digs thing. So I got them eight and eight. Uh, who do you have winning the division? Again, it's going to come down to a tiebreaker, tiebreaker between the Bills and the Patriots. I think uh, I think I'm going to give it to Belichick and like Cam. He, he, Bill Belichick finds a way to sweep the Bills, and they go ten and six. They also go ten and six, but he gets the tiebreaker because he swept yeah. them. So I had my division winners as Patriots, Titans, Ravens, Chiefs. I believe you're the same. Patriots, Titans, Titans. Ravens. Ravens, Chiefs, yeah. And my three wild cards were Steelers, Broncos, and the Browns. So the AFC North, I have three teams making it. I would probably have Bills, Steelers, yep. Yep. and it would I, probably come down to Broncos, Browns at that point. Texans I think I had, too. I think you had the Texans. Yeah, nine and there. seven. Yep. And if I had to choose, between, so it'd be between the Browns, Broncos, and Texans. And Texans. Yep. For that last spot in the seven-team playoff. I, I'm going down to Broncos, Browns. Okay, so you took out the Texans. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure I out I have if, both of them making it. So, yeah, we're definitely like... Do you not have the Steelers in? I have the Steelers in. Oh, you don't have the Bills in? I don't have the Bills. So... And I don't have the... You're down to one more team, right? Uh, yeah, I'm down to Broncos, Browns. And I had Steelers, Bills. Oh, I got you. Yep, maybe. Okay. So, we so both just have, kind of we going both have my, Steelers. You yeah, have Bills. I, I think yep. those rosters are kind of equal. Yeah. Um, I'm deciding whether I like second year Fangio or Stefanski in his first year. I went Stefanski and Baker over Locke and Fangio. I th- see, and that's that's kind yeah. of what I'm leaning towards. I was actually, but like, I was kind of looking for reasons. Browns, Broncos. I was looking. As a, I'm looking for, I'm like looking for reasons to hype up Andrew or Drew Locke in my head. Yeah. But I think I'm gonna go Stefanski Baker over Fangio Locke. But you know, I mean Fangio could easily turn from all right, let's throw it and spread it around to you. Yeah. All right, just turn the turn around, hand the football off to my three running backs, God. and I'll play defense and we'll win nine football games thirteen to ten. Okay. So So I'm going I'm going Bills, Steelers, Browns. Okay, so we both have three AFC North teams making the playoffs. That sucks. That's crazy. 
Uh, okay, so... Would that have happened last year? No, never Col- mind. No, yeah, no. no. Yeah, well, it you... would have been close. Yeah. But the Browns, Browns fell, fell off, yeah. and, the Ra- and the Steelers made only one did last yeah. year. Uh, but there's an extra team now, so yeah. it changes it a little bit. Uh, I would say my favorite one to bet on of this whole thing is the Dolphins under. That was my number one thing. Dolphins or under? Or the Ravens over. Those I are my th- two biggest spreads that I, I think. Had. Okay, I, I don't even think about that, but I think my favorite one to bet on would be Colts under. Colt, that's a good one. I, I think Colts under is it's put, so it's like you can just see it. You can just see Philip Rivers failing, and that team just like derailing, and then it's like, all right, draft the replacement. Rivers retires. We're done here. You know where where did the Colts pick this year? Do you remember where they where did they draft? Yeah, did, who did they draft? Don't know. They drafted well. Pittman, did they not have a first round pick? They traded out of the first. Oh, so they had they so had they, trade- they took Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. So NFL draft twenty twenty. How? And they must Wait, have- no, didn't they trade for uh, Buckner? Yeah, yeah, they traded. Yeah, thirteenth yeah, overall. Yeah, okay. they were supposed to have. Yep. Yeah, thirteenth overall. So they traded for Buckner. Yeah, I'm going under Colts. I just don't hammer. Like they yeah, and they're like. They were a mediocre team last year, and I don't think Buckner and Rivers and Michael Pittman, Pittman and Jonathan Taylor are getting you a year over. I'm I'm going under Philip Rivers. Bet bet your garage on it. Bet your house <laughs> that Rivers will fail. All right, we will wrap it up uh, next week or maybe the week after, whenever we figure out a time. We'll do NFC over unders. Yeah, really. Uh, maybe, deep dive uh, on the Vikings. You know, the NFC North will. Uh, yeah, the NFC North. Bet the over the Vikings. I mean, we're... Yeah. Spoiler, Don't even wait spoiler for alert. Every time Lions move, bet the over on the Vikings. Yeah. Just keep going higher. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll touch on some Viking stuff and then do NFC. We'll, uh, we'll see you in a week or two.